I just want to make clear that message was for Eli, not for me. <laughs> as as Mark said, it's a term of endearment with Gibby. He, he only calls people he really likes dickhead. I can't believe that people leave voicemails and then also listen to them. I mean, that's amazing to me that a voicemail is left and the other person that got it actually listened to it. Well, what's the point if you don't listen to it? I know. Do you guys listen to voicemails? Uh, I do because I get them so yeah. rarely. Well, it transcribes, so yeah. Well, one reason I got to listen to him. I just is, call the person if I see they call, they yeah. call them well, back. But Gibby has no caller ID. I know, so you don't know, and I don't really understand why I don't, what anybody would not want caller ID, so they can sneak up on people. I, I don't know. Well, it's, the thing is, when I get no ID, I know it's Gibby. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> unknown caller. <laughs> oh God, Gibby's got to be pissed if he's watching this game. I, I was. Putzing around, getting ready to take a shower because I haven't taken a shower since Friday night. I was like, I can't do the show without a shower. (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. We're saying, where's Drew? And so I go in, and then I forgot something. I stepped out, and I saw Maton make an error, which was their second error of the inning. I'm like, God, the Cardinals are going to fucking tie it up. The Tigers are up 6-4. to I hurry to take a shower because I hope I can catch a Tiger hitter when the inning's over. No, it's 10-6. to 6-4, to to 10-6, while I'm in the shower. Well, the... uh the middle relievers in the Tigers aren't very good. They seem to have a couple of decent closers, and Jason Foley now and Alex Lang, but... Lang's good. I yeah. like him. I, I, I just personally... Well, we'll get to it in a second. Have we started the show, or are no. we just... Or, or is this just all... <laughs> this is all just... Uh, we're just... <laughs> We're just riffing off of Gibby's great be, voicemail. I, I'm not supposed to be here until you play the intro anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how about this? We're in the DealsInTheD.com studios. What's popping, everybody? And Hall Financial is your show sponsor. Of course, you know that. The first call you make should be to Hall Financial. If you're thinking about a mortgage or a refi, they've got uh, some great programs right now, saving people money off the rates and even helping with down payment assistance. The 1% down program, they announced that about a week and a half ago. You get up to four grand in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. That's quite popular if you do qualify. And then if you're thinking about renovations or you want to pay off high interest credit card debt, you might want to refi. Uh, go to the website, click the link to get started for their above and beyond five star service, or call eight six six call hall and make sure you tell them we sent you. Doctor Yaldo presents. <laughs> Say it my way, an Eli Zarrett production. When I look in your eyes, when I look in your eyes. Oh, that Romantics album with the red leather. Great record. Stuff. Uh, boy, where do we start today? Well, I don't know. You mentioned the Tigers. It's been a been an interesting week. We, we don't talk about them all the time, but they were on their way to their sixth victory in a row. Damn straight. Yeah, but uh, you know, they, I guess you know you, you you win a little bit. It builds confidence, builds camaraderie. I think the key to turning this around was when Baez, you know, at the, about about a, three weeks ago, hit that what he thought was a home run, didn't run it out, turned it into a double, and then he forgot how many outs there were, and he got taken out of the game because he ended an inning by by by, by running as if it was two outs and it wasn't. And uh, maybe that uh, made everybody wake up a little bit. He's played a lot better, even though he still swings at awful pitches. But he makes errors. Yeah, he makes errors. Boy, he made one today. Ugh, routine, gro- stupid routine ground ball, and he booted, and he got picked off second base last night. But I think I think what's going to be interesting with the Tigers now that they're winning is to see what happens 
at the trade deadline, August 1st. Oh, you got Eduardo Rodriguez, who's pitching like a Cy Young winner now. Oh. You got Baez, who's playing better. Are they going to trade him? Alex Lang, he'll, he'll be a nice trade bait. This is how I understand you it. Don't. Okay. I don't know. Why don't you sign people before you get to this point if you want to keep them? Why do we? Why is it that the good deal we have is with Baez where, wait, only he can opt out? Actually, no, he and Eduardo can both opt out. We have no option in the deal. Right. How, how else do you get him here? That sucks. Well, how else are you going to get him here at a big ballpark like this? Well, it seems with, to me you're stuck with bad facilities. Bad facilities and a team that loses 100 games a year. Yeah, you got to give them something. If you have a great year, they're going to do what Hunter Dickinson did. We had they a great 10-year stretch that they from yeah. 2006 to 2016. You mean money doesn't talk? Not necessarily when you've got hundreds of millions of dollars. I so think people can turn down 20 million extra over the course of a contract well, to go somewhere. I'm, I'm sure it's different. I'm just, I mean, it's different with everybody, but uh, it, it'll be interesting. Why did Eduardo come here? He came here for some reason. Well, I think he. He well, had some down years. Yeah, he, he, had had a, the, he had issues with COVID in his heart, and, and so he had some down years. And five years, $77 is not bad. That's about over $15 million a year. That's what he was, quote-unquote, worth at the time. But now Baez it's, it's 20, double that. Baez was a 25 to 28 home run hitter. He came yeah. here. I, I wouldn't have signed him because I know so much about him being a Cubs fan. He's just a roller coaster. He's also, he's he still also, is. There's a sports writer in New York that was talking to Paige a few weeks ago and said, wait till you see Baez or, or, uh, before the season. You know, he's he makes errors. He swings at bad pitches. He he's, gets picked off. You know, he gets picked off. <laughs> and so, you know, there's there are some downsides to him, too. So they, he got the best deal he could get. He's that was bad. here. Because they, they weren't going to pay for a top shortstop like Carlos Correa, who might not have come here anyway. So, so we gave a, away Fulmer last year. We're going to give away our best reliever this year, too? Uh, we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, I mean, wh where are we going? What's we'll the point? See, we'll see what kind of an owner Chris Illich is. We'll we see. just exile from the Honestly, American League? Just I think it all shut determines, down the franchise. Look, this season is Miggy's farewell season. Not just uh, you know, a waste of our getting time. him off the books, but listen, he's off the books. He's getting all of his prizes now. He gets to see everybody. They keep giving him little plaques. It's nothing all like those Derek, shitty prizes. It's nothing like Derek presents. Jeter's stupid. farewell tour. But once he's gone, that's when I think the, the rebuild can start. Why did they tell me that five years ago, so I could have just put them out of my mind. Actually, they're just going to putz around for five years because he's done nothing in five years. Well, they 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 tried to do some things five years ago, but nothing worked. Look, look at the first round draft. In fact, uh, Alex Fiedo pitched today. He was the number one draft pick. Finally, <laughs> after six or seven years of injuries and all kinds of problems, he's he, he seems to have some potential. Really? Yeah. Although he's bad. Three, <laughs> three of our four best starters are out. For the season, or not for the season, Manning will come back. But Mize, Manning, starters, Scooble. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, Fiedo claims that the Tigers ruined his arm, that he had these, these these previous pitching coaches, which would have been Rich Doobie, Chris Bosio, and Rick Anderson, had him change his arm slot, thinking it would help him. Instead, it led to Tommy John surgery. Is that so why, he, uh, why the other guys got hurt, too? Mize and uh, Scooble? Maybe. I don't know. So we just ruined pitchers instead maybe of... Maybe so. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the, very well. the Osmus and Garden Hire <laughs> regimes, but maybe things have changed since then. Oh, God. Cabrera actually got a single today. Yeah, drove and run. His, his uh, on-base percentage, 445, is the worst on the OPS. team. His OPS. That's not his on-base there. I'm, I'm sorry, OPS, right? 445. His on-base is 217. Imagine that. So... 
You're right. Uh, and he gets $197,000 a game. But hey, he had some great years, so let's not, let's not, they, let's not get on Gibby and uh, uh, Cabrera anymore. How do they win five games in a row? I mean, that's a miracle. They got good pitching. It's a miracle. Yeah. They, uh, uh, Lang They've saved done twice. a few. They've yeah. done it twice since yeah. that two and nine start. Where's Austin Meadows? When's, when do we get him back? Ever? No. Hey, I see you getting heat on uh, Twitter just for mentioning his name. Sorry. Jeez, I'm just asking. No, people ask, where. He, whenever you ask, it. where's Austin Meadows, people are like, shut up, he's dealing with stuff. I'm rooting for him. I just want to know if he's doing better. I mean, I'm, I'm not wishing him not well. Right. Well, maybe he'll be back, and we'll be, I think, like I say, August 1st is the trade deadline. You know, maybe maybe Riley Green is going to be for real. We don't really know whether he and Torkelson are going to be great players or whether this is all we're going to see. We don't know. So things will change by the summer, and then we'll see how serious the Tigers are or whether we're still rebuilding for the They might want to sign role. some free agents. You know, you might want to sign some players that are fully developed. That's on Illich. All right, negative story of the Tigers. Let's put that aside. <laughs> I think the most interesting story of the week, and you pointed out Mitch Album's column to me this morning on Hunter Dickinson, which has some, some good points in there, but a lot that I, I disagree with also. Uh, you know, why? Be, meanwhile, before we even get into that, so he leaves and he goes, he leaves Michigan to go to Kansas. But he creates this video. That is so <laughs> awful. It's so embarrassing. He's it's cringy. Let me let, let me explain what it is first before you hear it. He's he's pr practicing and pretends to get a call, and the call somebody it's a voice now that says the whole world is watch is awaiting as if as if oh, you know. So so here we have is you know this this generation instead of just being themselves. They become producers and actors in their own story. Mm -hmm. The media used to do the stories, but now they do the stories on themselves. And so he says the whole world is awaiting. Then he's driving the car, you know, like he's casually driving the car and talking to the audience. And then uh, he says, John, it's been, you know, this is the hardest decision I've had to make, harder even than high school. All these coaches hitting you up again, but I'm glad it's over now. So we're supposed to be on the edge of our seats. What does that mean? So then he I'm gets, hoping he's leaving. I don't like the guy. He is leaving. So <laughs> gone, yeah. th th then they show him in slow motion walking into this, <laughs> into this ballroom. And who's there but Bill Self the coach. He's of not Ken worthy of a movie. I'm sorry. I don't need a movie about Hunter Dickinson. <laughs> but, but Bill Self has to play along with this and pretend like he doesn't know that Hunter Dickinson oh, is coming there. On. And so it's so phony. And play it. Play it. Can Freddy. I see this? To... I want to critique this. Absolutely. This is uh, this is his oh, LeBron James stupid. decision moment. This is embarrassing. Yo, what's up? Coaches, you got the whole world waiting. No, no, no. The it's whole right. world is not waiting. It's time. You're right. You're right. It's time. I got to do it now. <laughs> Decide now. This decision might even been harder than the first one coming out of high school. Oh, so you know, having all these coaches hit you up again. You, you, you. Oh, that's that's all you care you. about. Then again, it was also oh, kind of easier. Just take the most money. Going through it and stuff. Going through it. Oh, are you okay? It's over now. It's over. Look at the size of the diamond in his ear. Here we go now. Look at the slow-mo. He's a ball rolling. Oh, God. Come. Come. Hey, what's up? Why are you doing here? Hey, what's... Hey, Listen. Fantastic. How are you doing? Good, good. Listen, Listen here. I wanted to tell you that I'm going to come play for you next year at Kansas. <laughs> oh, it's like he just found oh, out. You know what? I was hoping it was going to be good news. <laughs> oh, well, that was one chilly hug, wasn't it? God. This, this, I don't know what this rock chalk is. It's got it's to do with... It's always been there saying, yeah. It's something to do with limestone and... and uh, so... Go fuck yourself. <laughs> God, how stupid. <laughs> I guess that's for the Kansas fans. 
Yeah, it's no different yeah, than a high schooler. Michigan, no. High schoolers do it all the time. Isn't it just Gen Z? They got they got to be their own producers. They got to show everybody that this is me. This is this is Olivia Dunn, except she's pretty. Right. <laughs> she got some new photos today too. Oh god, she's so hot. But anyway, so so Mitch's point, uh, and he makes a lot of good points in there. But you know, he's his he says uh, Hunter didn't say why he left. In other words, he used the word had to make the decision. And then he said, I will always think of myself as a Michigan man. And then oh. Mitch writes, Bo must be rolling over. Now, by the way, that doesn't mean rolling over on his stomach so that Doc Anderson can come in and see. No, oh. So, oh, oh. But the, the point is, you know, he, he's, these athletes live their lives in reverse. This might be the most money that Hunter Dickinson ever makes. We don't know that he's necessarily yeah. a pro prospect. And so he may go to Europe, or maybe he'll be a second-round draft pick or something. So they live their lives in reverse, and this is his chance to get either a better NIL deal or to get better exposure. Because look what Michigan did last year. I mean, it was disgusting yeah. the way they just them. blew. They couldn't finish a game in the Big Ten tournament. But he doesn't have to act like Michigan's the most important. Oh, my God, I love Michigan so much. Well, if you loved it that much, you wouldn't leave for more money. I, I'll tell you. Listen, but, okay. But both can be true, can't they? Exactly. Okay. Now, now Mitch, in fairness, did, made the right move. He left Fort Lauderdale where he was a successful writer and came here for a greater opportunity. A lot of us leave yeah, but our hometown. Saying, oh my God, I'll always be a Fort Lauderdian. How about the kids that write in their high school yearbook about how they're going to miss everybody, but they go to a different state to go to school because it's an opportunity. He's leaving for an I, so I believe him. He, but he, I don't he, think kids think other kids are sticking around to be with them the rest of their lives. Oh, but I think you think a guy's going to be your teammate if you go to the same school together for four years. You generally what, think that. What are you just saying that he considers himself a you know a Michigan man, and maybe he does, but he's leaving for a better opportunity, and it's okay. that's legitimate. It's legitimate. That's, I, I no, I don't. I don't blame him either. He probably okay, will make more money. He'll probably win more games. So fine. No, he's just like a free agent. In college is not yeah. like college is like pro sports now. Right. Yeah. And 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 Mitch makes a good point. Then what's the point of calling it college? If it's all about opportunity and making money, and that's a great point, because the the student has always been the exception when it comes to great athletes. There are some like Chris Hutchinson, uh, Aiden's father, got a law degree and used this college education, but how many really do that? Yeah, so not, it's a, not many of them go pro in other sports anyhow. Right. Some of them do get degrees, but everyone thinks that most people think they have a shot. A lot of athletes in college yeah. think they have a shot. Yeah. Yeah, but and and so and so the sport is more important than the school, which you can go to any time, technically. So, anyway, we'll see what happens. And um, Michigan, by by the way, uh, M Michigan State doesn't lose players. Michigan State is picked number two yeah. in the preseason poll. They got the you know the four guys returning: Hoggard, Aikens, Malik Hall. Who else they got? And uh, uh, Tyson Tyson Walker, and uh, they got this this. Uh, Freshman Xavier Booker, who's number seven in the country, six eleven. So, you know, and it's interesting. What Izzo is on top of the world, great coach, highly recognized. Harbaugh's back on top of the world, but Mel Tucker losing <laughs> Peyton Thorne and, 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 and Keon Coleman, who's a great receiver. Yep. Coleman's and, the and big loss to me. Is huge. Peyton Thorne a big loss? Really? Well, you know, maybe not Thorne's, so much. Thorne's 
I mean, Auburn wants him. I mean, he's he's a starter at a Power Five school. It just sounded like he may, might not have started here because they no, wouldn't promise yeah. him the job. I, I, th- that's been said. You know, the redshirt uh, junior Noah Kim is what would have competed for him. But I mean, they could have taken a page out of Harbaugh and just said, "Yeah, we don't promise jobs here. You'll start this one, and then you'll yeah. start the next one." When but, all along he knew it was McCarthy. Right. And some are thinking that maybe these two left because Michigan State needs to do a better job with NIL. Yeah. So well, both schools here need to do a better job with NIL. Right. Right. And, and the consorti- consortiums or whatever. Well, I don't know so, what he's going to do at Auburn, to be honest. But maybe he's got a better chance to be a pro quarterback. You know who right? Auburn's coach know. is now, right? Who? Hugh Freeze, the guy who got kicked out of Ole Miss for uh, getting hookers. Oh, yeah. On the phone yeah. and then went to that really uh, liberal University Liberty. I mean, very conservative <laughs> University Liberty. Oh, but he's got a great offense. Uh, do they throw a lot? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe it's a better remember, shot for him. Remember he had that quarterback at Liberty got drafted, which I don't know what he did last year. Was it Malik? Malik Hall? Yeah. No, oh. not Malik Hall. What was his name? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't even remember. But, but, you know, the rumor is that it's for NIL money, but I don't think so. I mean, if, if uh, um, not Gilbert, the other, if uh, Matt Ishbia and, and was, the other donor whose name escapes me ponied up $95 million for Mel Tucker... They should be able to pay. I think the they only pointed to up keep twenty million or twenty-five million. Oh, okay. Didn't the rest of the school yeah. pay for? So, oh, by the way, speaking speaking of college football, Todd McShay has his twenty twenty-four mock draft cool. out. Oh, even God. though we don't even know what the draft order is. <laughs> and speaking of drafts, man, next Tuesday, May sixteenth, the Pistons, man, there will be a Wambayama. major excitement in this town if they get. If they get Victor Wambayama, that would be great. They got a fourteen percent okay. shot. At um, did you see um, Trevor Bauer, big hero in? in oh, he's in a Japan. superstar in superstar Japan. Superstar right in Japan. No, every every major league team passed up on him. He's a twenty twenty Cy Young Award winner. He's getting paid twenty two million dollars this year not to be in America, and they love him there. They got they got. They got uh, bands, he probably would like the, They're probably women over there that would appreciate him more than women yeah. here, too. It just it just goes show that there's always somebody who will pay for talent, no matter what you do or what your Is reputation. he pitching well? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he won yeah. his first game. He went in there and shut them down. Yep, he even got yeah, a good sacrifice. For, good butt. for him. Huge standing ovation, so... Good. Standing ovation good for uh, oh they're using him he for for some chick and all had to go the, to Japan to give him a standing ovation. But all the promotion, like the uh, the stadium, oh. has the big picture of him. He's on all the billboards. Yep. He's yep. in all the newspapers. He is a superstar in Japan right, right. now. Some department store, like a four story uh, picture of him. So uh, we sh- we should mention if we're going to talk about the draft at all that Nick Gilbert, Danny Gilbert's yeah. son, died. Yeah. It was memories like twelve or thirteen. Sad years story. Old. Very, very I saw sad that. story. Yeah. Anyway, lottery next Tuesday, and the the only other thing that, but by the way, I saw. Uh, I think I mentioned Vita Blue. Oh yeah, Vita Blue died today, seventy three years old. He, I've never seen. I can't remember many pictures because I was too young for Kofax. But when Vita Blue came on the scene in seventy with the, in September, he threw a one hitter, then a no hitter. He was twenty. And then his, his what was really his rookie year, he won 24 games, yep. 1.82, yep. 301 Ks. Yep. Then he held out for 93,000. He wanted Finley wouldn't pay him. He missed the first part of the season. He settled for 63, came back and was six and ten. Yep. And in the 72 playoffs, they relegated him to relief because he didn't pitch as well as he won 24 games a year before he was 22. He did pitch four shutout innings in Game Five against the Tigers in that series, the, the deciding game. Hmm. And then uh, he pitched relief the rest of the series. And then the next four years, he won 
let's see, when he was 20 and 9, 17, 15, 22 and 11, and 18 and 13. How do you know all this? My goodness. I was reading about him this morning. <laughs> Seriously. Bro. He started and won an All-Star game. The, that 71 season. Then he went to San Francisco in 78, started and won the All-Star game. There was the only guy to start and win All-Star games in both leagues. He won. It was 18 and 10 with the Giants in 78, I think it was. And he won 200 games. He was a, when he came on, he was like Dwight Gooden in 71. Oh, yeah. He, was he threw hard. All those guys hated Charlie Finley. Who knows whether that holdout? They tried to sell him. They tried to sell him twice. And uh, Bowie Kuhn said it was not in the best interest of the game. That was a. That's, that's such right. A, that's what, right. The best interest of the commissioner steps in. Jeez. What an incredible period that was where the Oakland A's win three World Series in a row. They couldn't sell out playoff games. They didn't have a million fans in the stadium in 72, I think, for the whole season. And here they are still there after all this time. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. And, and uh, uh, I, I talked to Denny today about it because he was Vita's teammate. And uh, he reminded me of the story that Denny was in some rehab thing in North Carolina when Sharon, his wife, gave birth. And Vita Blue and Ken Holtzman had to take her to the hospital. Oh, cool. For Denny. Anyway. Wow. Uh, what a rotation that was. Vita Blue, Jim Hunter, Ken Holtzman. Blue Moon Odom, I think, was the That's fifth right. guy. Moon but there was Odom. another starter I'm thinking. Who's their fourth guy with the A's? They had another good starter. Well, that's a great team. They had Raleigh Fingers in the... Uh, yeah, Bob Locker. They had a, they had a lot of guys. Reggie Jackson, Sal Bando, Joe Bert Campaneris, Joe Rudy. Gene Tennis. Gene Tennis. Who are they? Anyone? Hit two bombs Who in the first they? game of the World Series. You should watch the, uh, Re- the Reggie Jackson documentary on Amazon Prime. is very, very good. Is it? And they got uh, Joe Rudy and Raleigh Fingers were in it with them explaining that when Reggie was 17 and it, they uh, were drafted by the A's and they sent him to the minor leagues in the South where he couldn't stay in a hotel, he couldn't wow. go into a restaurant. And Joe Rudy and Raleigh Fingers used to bring him food and drive him to the other side of town, you know, so he could stay where, where, where the black folks stay. It was really Unbelievable. Yep. Reggie had 37 home runs at the All-Star break. In, was that 70? Something like that. And he finished with 47, I think. Might have been 71 when the All-Star game Yeah, it might have been 71. But that was the game Vita started. It was 71 here yeah. in Detroit, and yeah. he got the win. Yeah, and Reggie hit it over, over the light yeah. tower. Oh, my God. Out of Tiger Stadium. It was a wild stretch there, that late 60s, early 70s period. Pretty cool. Yeah. Anyway, you know, the, the last thing I want to talk about, unless something else comes up, is um, this whole Bud Light thing. Uh, new little layers are on it all the time, and it is stunning. They're, they dropped 26% the final week of, of April, thanks to the you know the two marketing idiots uh, with the with the uh, getting the utterly annoying transgender social media personality Dylan Mulvaney. But the CEO of in by the way, Imbev owns like 15 beer brands. All over the world, Bud Light is just one of them, and he tried to defend it or try to they had their earnings call so to to push it off. And here's what he had to say about that: This was one cam, one influencer, one post, and not a campaign. In other words, too bad for you. All it was was one. Yeah, (laughs) you could teach a college course on this blunder, explaining everything you need to know about marketing, where you spend 50 years building an audience <laughs> to create a beer for basically working class guys that like sports and hanging out together, drinking this watery shit beer, if you ask me. I don't, it's, you know, and there, there are many other choices, but the marketing was great. And I, when I went to the Masters in 2018, 
one of the rules, because they got these ridiculous rules, you, you can't bring a cell phone in there. The other rule was, one of them that day. Oh, I if, remember this. If you, <laughs> if you say dilly dilly out loud, dilly. they will kick you out. That's right. I remember that. Dilly dilly. I don't and even know what that means. It was, it was an ad campaign based on, on, this, on this medieval king. Mm -hmm. And so, and he's hanging out with his boys. And they drink Bud Light, and they go to some place, and some guy, you know, uh, says, I would like an, a, a mead with an autumnal something or other, which is to say, this is an elitist type of thing. They, they put him in a cage and all laugh at him because, hey, we're just guys, and we're regular guys, and we just drink Bud Light. And they go a, a totally, this, this one, and he's right, <laughs> it wasn't an ad campaign, but you can't shit on the audience you've built 50 years. Guys don't. Like that, this is their beer. Too so, fratty and out of touch. Yeah, uh, we need to reach other people. Uh, yeah. What's amazing is they so did stupid. they did have that campaign back in 2016. Remember that terrible ad with Amy Schumer and Seth Rogen about the Bud Light party? Yeah. About being inclusive and yeah. And it's I mean, people were mad at that one, but they didn't boycott it. I don't remember weird. the ad. Yeah. Well, we talked about. I've it. seen it a, a million stupid. Ad. I've seen a million stupid ads in the last five, six years of where I roll my eyes. I'm like, shut up! Don't tell me what to think. Right. In fact, I was I was telling these guys earlier. There's a guy that I play golf with. He doesn't care if you're transgender or anything. He doesn't like corporate America telling you what what to like or, 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 to or, think. Sh or think or shoving it down your throat. I, I thought that was an interesting take because he's no like transgender phobia. It's just, why is this corporation, why do they feel that they have to do this? Well, there's a gay a bar that has, that has kicked Bud Light out now because they didn't double down on Dylan Mulvaney because they said it was a mistake. They now are banning Bud Light from their gay bar. <laughs> so they've, they've alienated <laughs> everybody. <laughs> there's nobody left. And, and, seriously, you know, Bud Light... <sighs> I don't get it, okay? I'm not a beer connoisseur, but there was a time where all there was was Miller and, and um, Budweiser. Budweiser and not much else. Now, don't forget you, Pabst Blue Ribbon in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, but those were all like, you know, mass produced, yeah. mass produced lagers. Now you go into almost any party store, even you go into Kroger, and there's dozens of delicious, you know, craft brewed beers. Why would you? Drink Bud Light unless you, you drink like a the lot of them. Volume, right? Yeah. Volume, yeah. sure. But there's also they're giving it away now. Yeah, uh, I mean it's cheaper. <laughs> it's really cheap now. I mean they're really giving it well, away. They're trying to get rid of it at Costco, but because of like the expiration dates and stuff, and they're like I think it's like ten or fifteen dollar cases. Thirty six pack for uh, twelve dollars. I think they had. Which and, is incredible. And, and they were just sitting there. They're giving it away to their distributors. They're saying, everybody who works with us, you guys all get a free case. So they're trying to get rid of it right now. It's bizarre. It's like Aunt B's pickles in that uh, 50 years of, gr episode. of great marketing just blown up by one well, idiot hey, idiotic decision. You hire some Harvard brains yeah, who says, right. oh, we, need, we need women in here to, to, to reach women and gays. So, so did she think that the men weren't going to notice? We can do this without the men noticing? Can they do it in private? Probably. I, well, it was, it was a small... Probably. She probably didn't think that. It was a smaller deal, but her comments on the podcast said everything to me. It's like, oh, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> Fratting out of touch, huh? Yeah. And then um, there's one other... Oh, the, the former creative director said they're marketing people now don't go to football games. They don't go to the rodeo. They don't go to NASCAR. They don't know the audience. He said, this is a calamitous mistake. Yep. They don't know what they're doing. They used to say that about car guys back in the 70s and 80s. They made all these decisions without being on the front line, driving cars and knowing what people wanted. But to the last thing here, today I'm watching Paul Goldschmidt hit this homer. 
And what Paul Goldschmidt didn't had two do, in the game. he's on my fantasy team. Yeah. What he didn't do was he didn't that. point to the heavens and do all that. Sparky used to hate that. Now, anytime a guy gets a single point, point, <laughs> what the fuck? Sparky used to say, "What God did, didn't want the other guy to win? He wanted you to win." And you're thinking, "How stupid can you be?" Breaking news: He had another one. He's hit three. No, he hit three. Yeah. Fuck. Four runs, four RBIs, one stolen base. It's on my fantasy team. My question is. Can, also, would you please not mention your fantasy people team People are geeked today. about Paul Goldschmidt today. That's all I'm saying. So when the, when the Tigers hit a home run now, they take the hockey stick, right? That's the dumbest it. thing. That's going to be over soon because the players are refusing to do it. Have you noticed that? No. Wait, Javi Baez it? wouldn't do it the other night. Oh, good. He just, they, they put the helmet on his head. They put helmet. the hockey Red Wings yeah, helmet yeah. on their head, and then they take a slap shot. Yeah, right, right. And, and Javi Baez wouldn't, he was pushing the helmet away. They got it on his head, and then he just <laughs> sat down. He wouldn't take the well, shot. But that, he loves his hair, so. Well, that, that, <laughs> and Torque just, today didn't take the slap shot either. Good. Well, maybe that one. But that's man. the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Why are they doing that? Well, why did the the Red Sox have the little scooter in the dugout. Well, that Why was do some funny. guys put the championship belt on? Why do they the interception? They put like some some necklace around. It's like you can't do anything without having a celebration. There was the what else? There's the scooter, the hockey stick. This uh, is the dumbest uh, one I've ever seen. Honestly, this is the dumbest belt. bar none. UNLV has the slot machine for football. Drew, <laughs> you love the sledgehammer. Yeah. I did like the sledgehammer. That wasn't bad. Who started using the sledgehammer? Watch? I know who uh, did start this shit. <laughs> Every team's got to out through the other with something stupid. After they want to give old people like us something to bitch about. That's why. Anyway. Aren't you going to mention the Oakland A's announcer, Glenn Kuyper? Oh, my God. Play that. It's it's. Can you play it? It's, yeah. Yeah. He, he yes. said it. I mean, it it's, happened. It's, it's amazing. He says the N-word by accident, I we think. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum. And Arthur Bryant's barbecue. We had- <laughs> oh, the other guy didn't even notice that he said that. And Arthur Bryant's barbecue. That's what Eli and I were saying. It's like, how does that weird beard not go? Huh? Huh? I went to the Negro League Museum. I didn't go to that one. You know, obviously, we all know the sensitivity of that word in the history. So, where where is the common sense? To not only not say it and well, be aware sure that you say slipped. Negro Leagues carefully, I'm sure then he to not even up. know you did it. What? I'm sure he slipped up, but it's amazing how oh, yeah. easily that no, word flew out of his mouth. You can't slip up on that I, word. You cannot slip no, up you can't. on that word. You're right, but he did. Yeah, yeah he did. I don't think he went to work guys. saying, I'm going to watch this. I'm going to get the uh, N word on the air today. You yeah. just watch. <laughs> right. I don't think that happened. This is when they came back from commercial. Welcome back to Coppin Stadium. I just wanted to, a little bit earlier in the show, I said something didn't come out quite the way I wanted it to. No, not at all. Um, and I just wanted to apologize <laughs> if, if fired it, off uh, the N-word with a hard R. And I meant it to be said. And said I just wanted to apologize for that. As there's a drive in what? a deep left field by Castellanos, <laughs> it will be a home run. And he has been suspended. <laughs> he will what, never what, come back. What's he suspended for? Else. I'm just curious. I, I don't see the length, but what no, I mean what is the what's the crime? For an on-air on racial slur. So they think he did it on purpose? No, but... Um, so you can't you make, know, it, you it, can't it, make it, an error with that word? No, you, you can't. Because the guys that mispronounced Martin Luther King's name and said... Uh, at Mincy at Barstool. He read along a song. You're not allowed to say that word. But the song's been streamed 100 million times. People heard the song 100 million times, but you can't read the words. Anytime a white person reads it, they always skip that part. Who, yeah. Is this a joke? Is this a troll on white people? Is this a way to fuck with white people? I don't know. Singing a you song that's a hit record? 
I, I don't, I'm not aware of that 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 story. There, oh, it's no. <clears throat> yeah. A guy at Barstool was singing along with, a, or he's reading the lyrics along with a song. It's about waking up, and he's doing the morning it's show. The first of the month had the N word in it, and he said, as soon as he said it, his face turned white. Yeah. He knew he fucked up. And he lost his job. They fired him because uh, Penn, the gambling company, now owns Barstool, and Penn is worried about losing their license. Yep, yep. it's just it. it's just easier to move on from the guy. Why How would you why, why would you lose your license over someone flubbing or reading a lyric of a song that's been played a hundred million times on Spotify? Because the outrage, if he didn't get punished, then right, who's going to be outraged? Look, some people, uh, people hate, knew it was a listen, mistake. Bar, people hate Barstool. There's a lot of people who hate Barstool. They hate Dave Portnoy. But then, no, that's well, not a reason. It's, it's, not a reason it's, out there. It's, it's like, why, 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 why the whole Dylan Mulvaney thing? Well, you said it's because, about the gaming regulation. I mean, there, is there something in the wording about it? No. What, that no one can ever say the N-word? Or we take your license know. away? I have no idea. You can't control How about, like I forget that. his name, how about the ESPN guy who, who legitimately, during the Australian Open, said that... Uh, uh, Venus Williams was using guerrilla tactics. Oh, yeah. Which was right. That was right. The, a different meaning of so the word. Guerrilla. Totally different word. Which is no, well known in tennis circles. Yeah. And no, because this is stupid. somebody could have assumed that he meant that she was a gorilla, which would only take ignorance and not un, and not understanding that's tennis. More, that's more racist than the person that said gorilla. It is. Warfare. It is. Yeah, well, by it my is. There's no, there's no common ESPN sense never, to it. Never it's defended not, him. It's, it doesn't, there's no common sense. There's no, come on. That guy did not intend to say that word on the air to destroy his life. Right. That was not right. his goal. He made a mistake. He probably was nervous about saying the other word, and, which by the way, I, makes it, me nervous. It, well, to say, to say, right, I'm not going to defend him. I don't know. But Negro is, is a little different than the way he said it. It's in the name. Uh, yeah, I agree. It's in the name of the museum. And unfortunately, he had a slip up. And I don't know if he's going to lose his job, but he is currently suspended. Well, I, I don't say... You know what could have saved him? If, as he said it, I go, I said Negro League. He would have stopped himself, yeah. Yeah, yeah he should have stopped Also, himself. waiting to the sixth inning, no one got to him. Kind of like Tom Brennan, yeah, nobody got to him before then. The guy next to him doesn't say a word. <laughs> Negro League Museum. Hey. No. Negro League Museum. Oh, stop. I'm sorry. The other guy like, looks like everything is perfectly normal. He's not, I think he, he should he be just, suspended because he, he doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. He's just waiting to say his next line. He's not even listening <laughs> yeah, to Yeah, you're right. He's not no, listening he's to out. one bit. He heard it, and he wasn't bothered at all by it. So he's out. That guy flubbed. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fuck with him. And if you'll excuse <laughs> me. the other guy blown out. If you'll excuse me, Drew, I'm going to end here by using you as an example. Oh, no. Drew is like most men. They put up with pain and discomfort, in his case, a bad hip, and put off the eventual surgery. When Drew's back to running up and down the stairs, he'll say, should have done this years ago. It's the same with vision issues. We endure mediocre solutions like glasses, contacts, or reading glasses till we finally say enough. Then we call Dr. Yaldo, get the free evaluation, and get the appropriate procedure that will set us free to enjoy HD caliber vision all the time. And then we think, why did I wait so long? The answer is... Because I'm a man, and men hate going to the doctor. Fortunately, hundreds of you listeners have had enough uh, and either got custom LASIK or multifocal implants, depending on your age and situation. Get the free evaluation, call Dr. Yaldo, and then begin seeing the way you did before your vision went south. It's 800-398-EYES. Go to YaldoYCenter.com and save 1500 on custom LASIK if you mention the show. Hey, get out of here. Right. One more follow-up right. on Glenn Kuyper, by the way. I don't know if you saw what the Negro League Museum said about it. What'd they say? Um, they put out a statement that said, we're aware of the unfortunate slur. I welcomed him to the um, hall yesterday. 
noted he was genuinely excited to be here. That's the only thing. He went. He was. <laughs> and, and he said it was a great day. He said they had a great day. The word is painful and has no place in our society. And while I don't pretend to know Glenn's heart, I do know my heart is one of forgiveness. See? He wants well, to good. I hope, I hope all of you find it in the in yourselves to do the same. The guy apologizes for forgiving right. a guy for a flub. Yeah. It's you a know, flub. There's a meteorologist. The point being, if, if, if they're not offended by it, who cares? There's a meteorologist exactly. in... Uh, in, in um, the Northeast, uh, Rochester, New York, and there's a weather guy, or no, an anchor in St. Louis. Both of them lost their careers over saying Martin, I'm not going to say it, MLK Day. They, they flubbed King and said C-O-O-N Day, which, by the way, uh, Mike Greenberg said the same thing on ESPN. A lot of people make that flub. Is it to Luther, Martin Luther Kuhn by mistake? I, that's kind of how they said it. Isn't that how they said it? I'm not kidding. Like six people said it exactly like that. There's multiple examples out there, including Mike Greenberg, who never apologized, was never fired, nothing. These two guys were fired. The NAACP demanded it in Rochester. The mayor demanded it. St. Louis, I think the same thing happened. They've never worked in media again. Political correctness, run amok. Dr. Yeah. Martin Rufus King. I feel like it's a <laughs> troll. I feel like it's a just, it's like a way to fuck, weaponize something yeah. and just fuck with people as a, I don't know, is it revenge? What is it? It's the, it's, it's really rough. strange. Tough to say. It seems like it's You uh, about often, to lose your job. Sometimes it's the white people who are the angriest, which is like, what? Most of the time it you? is. Almost all, yeah. What's yeah. your problem? <laughs> On behalf of somebody else. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, Rochester and St. Louis, I think the NAACP played a big part in it. And I don't know if the Oakland, maybe that hasn't taken place. Maybe that's why he's suspended as opposed to, although that's, honestly, what he did was way worse than the MLK Day thing. That was like, he said, that he like spit out the word like he was But his is different because in, in, when it comes to Tom, uh, Tom Brenneman, because, you know, Brenneman can't have Tom. every single homosexual in San Francisco say, it's okay, but uh, but Glenn Kuyper can when it comes to the museum. Tom Brenneman has done so much work. <laughs> I read about how he's worked so hard. It's like, oh, come on. Wait, really? Wait, cut it out. He's not getting his job back. What's the point? As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, uh, let's out, do this. Out, out. Let's thank uh, Greg H., Tanya T., Vincent S., JT, Amanda K. for their recent purchase at Zotfort and Holly. Hopefully we have some new names pretty soon because when you support our sponsors, you support this podcast, and we do appreciate that. So if you're looking for something new or pre-loved, or if you're just waiting for Lila to bark, she's not going to bark? Wow. What's wrong with the dog? Good girl. No, she scared Lila? the crap out of me earlier because she set off one of these. There's a mouse trap down here, and she set it off. Yeah, there was a mouse down here on Friday. <laughs> Bentley, so Thursday, funny. Bentley saw Jim it. goes, oh, look, it's a little toad. He's a little froggy. And he bent down, and he was like, ah, it's a mouse. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> if you're in the market, well, uh, Mag, when I first moved in, Mags and Layla found something uh, yeah. in inside the walls. the walls. And, oh, is that gross. Like roach oh, from boy. the people under the stairs. It was bad. Rob showed, had to show it to me. <laughs> he took it out. I was like, thanks a lot, Rob. I mean, I had nightmares from that. And anyway, hopefully, uh, I guess there's nothing in the trap yet. But motherfuckers. Anyway, it's funny how you get so mad at something so small, too. Like, that little. Oh, I had no, like a three month battle with a groundhog, house. man. I finally won. If you're in the market for something new or pre loved, or if you just want to sell your car, call Zot. They've been with us since the beginning. They love taking care of you. All our sponsors do. 
Get out there today and lease a new 22 Ford Bronco Sport Big Bend all-wheel drive as low as $298 a month, or buy the damn thing with 1.9% financing for 72 months. Or stop by Zot and lease a new 22 Ford Explorer XLT four-wheel drive as low as $282 a month, or buy this thing with 1.9% financing for 72 months. And they do like taking care of our people. Everybody knows. They know their marketing's working, so they know their money's well spent. They're happy to see you guys. Um, let's see. What else? There's one other thing. 22 Ford F-150 Super Crew XLT 4x4, $244 a month or lower. You can actually save a little bit more if you qualify for a Ford private offer. Call Anthony or Gabara and see if you're eligible. Plus, you can buy this bad boy with 2.9% financing for 72 months as well. Get details and search Zotford's banging inventory at dealsnad.com. And, um, oh, Joe's Produce is back. Oh, right on. I did not know that. Well, hey, we're happy to have him back. Mother's Day is just around the court. It's time to show your mom how much you appreciate her. Of course, everybody, what pressure Mother's Day is for some it people. Is. My mother is no longer with us. That's, I guess, one thing is it does seem weird when Mother's Day comes because I'm thinking I, I got to do something right. But, uh, well, no. Anyway. Joe from Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia. They have everything you need to create a special meal for mom. That's a great way to do it. Uh, fresh quality meats, seafood, the finest produce. Joe has it all. They pride themselves on offering the best ingredients so you can create a delicious and memorable meal for your mom on her special day. You foodies, you're going to love Joe's Produce. <laughs> what is it? Foodies, you know, you know, a food. everybody knows a foodie. I was they? a foodie for yeah. a while, in a way. I'm not a foodie, but I appreciate foodies. Look because at me, I still am. You're going to eat well if you're around a foodie. I love it. So why settle for anything else? Shop at Joe's Produce Gourmet Market on Seven Mile Road, just east of Farmington Road in Livonia, and give your mom the best Mother's Day meal she deserves. And by the way, make some noise when you're there, because like, I said they love taking care of our people because then the marketing's working. Everybody's smart, right? Making noise. Joe's Produce Gourmet Market, the fresh, freshest produce and highest quality meats in town. Show your mom how much you care with the best ingredients from Joe's. Happy Mother's Day from all of the fine folks at Joe's Produce. And again, that's uh, that's Joe's Produce Gourmet Market on Seven Mile Road, just east of Farmington Road in Livonia. You don't have to go for Mother's Day, too. You can just go buy some great stuff there. And uh, enjoy a meal for yourself. Screw, you screw mom. Just do it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> don't screw mom. No, don't. Hey, when's the last time you checked your home and auto insurance? If you haven't in the past year, chances are you're paying too much. But if you work with Legacy Partners Insurance, they won't let that happen. They keep an eye on your rates and um, continuously shop all the carriers to make sure you have the best program. If you haven't called them this year, call them now or you'll end up pissed. And no, you will end up pissed at your current provider. They do home, auto. They also have great life insurance programs. And then get you signed up for Medicare and Medicaid. So give them a call, uh, 586-209-4106. Or go to our website and click the link to get started with Joe's. Well, no, not with Joe's. Legacy, with Legacy Partners. There's the names, too, for the winner. Yeah, we do. We got a drawing for, what's this gift certificate? $50 for um, Sears or um, <laughs> Sears. Or Johnson's? Yeah. Oh, Joe's. Hey, they're all cut up. They're all in the uh, the glass here, and the winner is... Maz usually picks a really weird name, doesn't he? Let's see what yeah. I get. Make sure you over-pronunciate it, too. <laughs> not much to crumble on the mic. It is David Harding. Oh, what an easy David one. David Harding! David Harding! H-A-R-T-I-N-G, David Harding, has won a $50 gift certificate from our friends at Legacy Partners, from Joe and the Gang. Joe was at the Verlander game, by the way. 
Hey, on Thursday. There's a nice uh, number of names in there. Thanks for, to everybody who reached out. Look at that. So you're probably happy yourself because you saved money. I mean, when I called Legacy, they were like, hey, this is what we can do. We can save you this much money a year. And I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. Save me 2500 bucks. Yeah, somebody just uh, sent me an email. They saved them 500 bucks. So, yeah, Legacy has been, it's been a quite a relationship, i got to say. Maz, so, by the way, I texted him yesterday. I said, hey, who should I bet on this, this derby? Um, also known as the most inhumane sport in the world. And he wrote back, my horse got scratched. I don't care anymore. Wait, scratched? <laughs> yeah, they, they, had, they, had two, they had two horses that were in the derby get scratched. No, they kill them? No, well, that's then I replied to him. I said, oh, gee, thanks for the help. My condolences on your horse's upcoming murder. He gave up on it because... They his, will murder him, won't they? I don't care anymore. Um, I, it depends how what they were scratched Aren't for. Aren't there like seven one, horses one had, dead this year? One horse, one, and seven are dead. Seven were... <laughs> One horse, one seven are dead. Yeah, that's two, true, two, isn't it? Two, two died yesterday during Derby Day. Uh, Jesus, you know they have multiple races, but seven this week. Uh, you yeah, know, I man, nice sport. I gotta tell you, I don't follow horse racing, and I didn't understand. Like, it just seemed weird to me that they wouldn't just put the dogs or the the horses leg in a cast. <laughs> <laughs> it would cost just, money. It would get better, and somebody would want the horse. They only do that if they, if they can get um, expensive semen out of it, like Barbaro. Hey, I so heard they, it. So they can stud it. I, I did. I don't read much about the Kentucky uh, Derby, but I did see that like seven or seven or eight of the horses were from Secretariat semen. Is that true? Wow, yeah. really? Uh-huh. What did they freeze it back in the seventies? <laughs> well, the lineage, but the yeah. Lineage, oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And like thought, all of them go back to like two horses from. I thought there were people just. Blowing and, and beating off Secretariat and around the clock. Or Someone's something. been holding it in their mouth for 40 left. years. And in the top of the stretch, it's Tiny Hands followed by Mass Sequitur. Tiny Hands, Mass Sequitur. Oh, but who's that on the outside? It's not a sports podcast. Not a sports podcast. Mm. Making a break for it. Oh, my. At the wire, it's not a sports podcast. Oh, my God. He broke his leg. <laughs> so, it's so I, weird. I don't want to be a dick about this, but I have to tell you. I find this so stupid, and no one ever says this, and I don't know why. Why do they always make a big deal about Danny Lynn Burkhead and Larry Burkhead were there at the Kentucky Derby as they are every year? I found out why this weekend. I had no idea why, because every year you ask. Well, it was because that's where Anna Nicole Smith met him. Yeah, they go every year. So what? A lot of people have met people at the Kentucky Derby. And, okay, then name somebody honoring. else from Louisville. <laughs> right? I mean, isn't that, isn't that kind of the point? Yeah, they're like Louisville uh, royalty. They were honoring Anna Nicole Smith. I'm like honoring her for what? For uh, and and the the kid Danny Lynn, Looks who by the way is like. she's a 16 year old girl. I mean, are we really is she that important because she oh. came out of Anna Nicole Smith, who did oh, a I guest mean, campaign? We did all watch that trial when she was what, eight months old. <laughs> <laughs> so she's weird. wearing a blouse featuring her mom's photograph yeah. from her famous guest campaign. Why is her guest campaign so Hi. famous? And why in the hell are we honoring Anna Nicole? What did Anna Nicole Smith do that is so, okay, 20 years later, we're still honoring her? <laughs> For what? She was an idiot. For she married infamous. a 90-year-old. She married a 90-year-old guy. Then, like, nine guys banged her, and it turned uh-huh. out they had to go to, they, they had to uh, get DNA to figure out who the father was. <laughs> yep. Is she really that honorable? Did you watch her TV show? Was she really that, that wonderful? <laughs> She didn't know what she was doing. She was out of it, round the clock. She lost all that weight that and gave that great speech at that award ceremony. The like, oh, yeah. my, the like, like my body, my body speech. Like my body. Like my body. 
<laughs> what, what, really? They're Love honoring you. her at Churchill Downs? Yeah. Did they really? For what? That's what it said. Oh, I didn't know that. It said that uh, Larry Danny Lynn Burke, Burkehead. What a dumb name, but hey, Burkehead. <laughs> Danny Lynn Burkehead <laughs> and Larry Burkehead were there to honor Anna Nicole Smith. Oh, that's just their excuse for going every year. Yeah. Well, she had. It was in. It was all over the place, though. I couldn't get away from the story. Yeah. No, they, so sh- they pop up in all the coverage. Oh my god. Dumb. Just so dumb. Patrick Mahomes is there, too. Did you see him? <laughs> no, I didn't. Did anybody ask him about his brother? No, you know what? I was wondering if his brother... Because his brother bonded out, and I was wondering if his brother was there. I didn't see his brother or his wife, either. But, yeah, this guy yelled at him during the perp walk. You know, if you was a real black dude, they would arrest you a long time ago. Oof. But uh, Mahomes is there to do the writers up. It's like, one's so stupid. He's there to do what? Writer, you never heard him say writers up in the paddock? Oh, no. It's when the jockeys get on the horse. I know. It's a whole thing. It's, like, it's like start your engines. Yeah. Like the Indy 500 where they drink milk at the end, yep. which would be so gross if you're so hot. Yeah. I would think. <laughs> oh, my God. This world. We I love swear. traditions in this world. Humans um, love traditions. I didn't even know that, um, you know, I knew about the shooting in Allen, Texas, or Brownsville, Texas. I did not realize that in Allen, Texas, some guy plowed o- into. Wasn't the shooting in Allen and the plowing okay. was in Browns? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay, so Range Rover, too, went over a curb to intentionally, they believe, plow into a bunch of people at a bus stop. Yeah, my, they called it a migrant bus stop or a migrant shelter near the bus stop. Killed seven, yeah. injured six, people waiting at a bus stop. People the driver did not know. Uh, and then in Allen, Texas, Mauricio Garcia got out of a car in tactical gear. I mean, he's in, like dressed like a SWAT team. Mm-hmm. Cool. With an AR-15 and a handgun and just opens fire on all these people who are dead ducks in an outdoor mall. Uh, I guess he's outside the H&M store. Mm-hmm. Eight are dead. A whole bunch more are really uh, in terrible shape or yeah. recovering, hopefully. Oh, did you hear that witness who ran to help the victims when he pulled the girl from the bush? Did you hear that or no? I don't think I did. Said he went to check her pulse, rolled her over, and she had no face. Oh, God. Yeah, because he shot her point blank. Well, he was shot There's by an off-duty of cop, stuff, thankfully. Too. What video do you want to watch? Well, there's the video. Of it. Was there a video None of it? Of it? Really? I, I don't I know don't what there is to see. I, I watched a few on Twitter yesterday, and I got really nothing out of it. I saw some guy who, you see the guy get out of the car, and he can't really see anything else because the car seems to be backing up. Yeah, if you zoom in, you can see him taking out his first few. There's also footage of the of the uh, the people that were mowed down, the migrants. It's it's incredible how now all this stuff is available for you to uh, to watch with your own eyes. Well, I, I wanted to say something about this that I just find, you know, I, I, there's been 199 of these in 127 days, which is just like, what? Why? What is this phenomenon where people want to kill completely random people that they know nothing about, that have nothing to do with the shooter? What is that? I'm infamous. That's all it is? Then why do they I, stop covering it and spend so much time on I'm it? Mention their name. My Fuck pain, them. Yeah. I think it's a big part of it. But why this didn't used to happen? Never. Mm-hmm. And now it happens, you know, in school shootings, that's, that's another thing that never used to happen. It happens all the time. Now people want to go to public places where there's lots of people and shoot as many complete strangers as, as they possibly can. Something is so fucked up with people. I mean, this is not just a few people. There's 199 people in four months. 
That's 50 a month in this country that go, I want to shoot and kill as many people as I can. I don't even know them. Yeah, it's not going to change. That's really weird. And I'm not trying to put the whole argument on that. I'm not trying to say, oh, I don't think there's any problems with guns, because I think there's a lot of different problems that are, you know, and I don't know how solvable any of them are, to be honest. But I just wonder, why the fuck do so many people want to kill random people? It's just fucked. What is that? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I seriously. It's just such a... I know. Fucking but, losers. And they just, they want to go out with a bang or they're angry. And so they want to take it, the, it out on everybody. Okay, could it be, assholes. you know, Chris Rock did that whole thing about the attention addiction, which I fully agreed with him. We have an attention addiction in this country. Are these people, is there just, I never get the attention. I've been bullied or I'm on the low end of the scale in this country. I'm just going to take everybody out and get headlines for a day. I think that's part of it. I, I mean, do too. Then you have people like the guy in Buffalo who wanted to, you know, start a race war, right? So Well, I mean, that guy was really off. They all have really whacked. off his rocker, yeah. though. Well, they all are. They all have really whacked out ideas as to why they're doing what they're doing. This guy. Or the manifesto for the the, the transgendered person in, um, was it Nashville? I mean, they, they all have, they all find a way to justify their horrors. It's fucking awful. I don't even think a lot of them even just, like this guy, I haven't heard anything about this guy other than he was a security guard and they lived in a hotel, a motel. So there's a motel and he's got an Air 15. Sounds like and a, a bunch wonderful of, guy. Well, I, I think he was, you know, 33 and, you know, he was heavy set. He was obviously down on his luck. I mean, when, when this used to happen, the very rare occasions that it used to happen, I remember we used to always give Trudy a hard time. You women need to put out for these guys because a lot of them do, frankly. I think a lot of them are incels, aren't they? Many. Aren't a lot of these guys incels? Many. I mean, I mean we just had that right. Bank of America or whichever one that happened in... Louisville. Yeah, you know, that, that Do we need kid to get these a, people laid? Do we need to wait for people to get laid? <laughs> yeah, legalized prostitution. No, because then the girl would end up dumping him, and then um, he'd just do it to them and somebody else. Well, if it's legalized prostitution, that might be I am different. I'm all for legalized prostitution. That'll so, that would never happen. It just makes me wonder, I mean, are there, do people all over the world, are they dying to do this, but they just don't have the access to, you know, the idiot well, funny who will give them that. a gun like Cro they do in this country? Croatia had two mass shootings this past week. One was a neo-Nazi guy killed eight another uh, kid took his dad's gun because they do i think have the highest gun ownership or something in europe and the president of serbia is just like all right no more guns for you guys we're disarming the whole all the citizens but we can't do that here nor should we necessarily we're a very well, you know, different country we sure could say no more guns for a lot more people well, than we do because there are a lot of fucking people who have felonies and they have handguns or they have guns. Or the fringe on each side is like, one is like, no more, no guns for anybody, and the other is like, everybody gets guns. So nobody, there's no nuance, there's no compromise. I don't, I don't, there's not that many people that want everyone to have guns. Everybody has guns anyway. There's 400 million guns in this country. Yeah. They're not going to disarm this country. That is yeah. not going to happen. And nor should they. But I, certain kind of guns, I don't know. Well, you, they'd kill less people, maybe, in these in these cases. I mean, I think the assault weapons uh, issue is an interesting debate. I, I really, you know, well, know not being a, a gun person, I, I've never understood why somebody wants to have an assault weapon. To, to that point, um, when they had but, that ban in the early 90s, shootings did not go down. But deaths from Semi-assault weapon before you send me an email. <laughs> deaths from those shootings went down. So, I mean... There's gonna people are gonna argue about it forever, man. It's not gonna change. Yeah, I, you We're know, just gonna see these stories over and over. Honestly, and over, and everyone's gonna go, oh yeah, great. Sorry about that. Next. The last time uh, I saw a poll on it, I think that it was about fifty-fifty people favored making uh, semi-assault weapons. Semi-automatics. Semi semi-automatics. 
they 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 favored semi-automatics being legal and maybe half the other way around. I never thought it was that close a vote. I thought it was more people did not feel that there was any need for them at all. But it it seems to me um, it's always very close. So, you know, a time like this, I'm sure the anti-crowd is going to do better in polling. But I don't they know. want our guns. They're just you know, if somebody wants to shoot a lot of people, they're going to shoot a lot of people. Mm-hmm. They just are, and they do. And I don't know why the fuck. I don't get it. This random killing thing is just so weird to me. I mean, sure, a couple guys, Drew, but there, it's if, like a if, rash now. If you knew why people did it, then there'd be a way to stop it. Nobody knows why why people. But did I don't. It. I don't. I don't get the feeling that there's really enough of an effort to find out why. Because honestly, I would think you would. It would be broken down. We'd have the last thousand mass shooters, and we'd say, here's the, here's what we really do know about them. Here's what they have in common. They have well, this in common. They have that in common. Some of them have this in common. Some of them have that in common. I've never seen a good... There always appears to be, you know, um, they tell somebody, right? It'd be it on a message board or, you know, there's, oh, there's always a cry for help, but nobody <clears throat> takes those serious because who would think that a person would do something? Some like of them that? are too late. You know, yeah. the guy's mother found out yeah. in uh, wherever that one was. I can't even keep track of them all. <sighs> It's just nauseating. Life's hard. Nobody has time to worry about other people. But there is something to blacking these stories out. You know, it'll never happen because a free press will never allow it to happen. But honestly, I think if this story never came up, people go, ah, it just it just stopped. It never happens. But that's not going to happen. That's not, so yeah. that's, that's not going to happen either. Mm-hmm. Um, it, on that topic... There was a, a story on 48 Hours that was actually kind of uh, along those lines. It was about this 13-year-old who, what happened was uh, this woman said goodbye to her almost 5-year-old who was going a, literally a block away to an activity summer program. And he had a little, little bike. He was a real athletic kid, too. They had highlights of him playing uh, t-ball. <laughs> really super athletic kid, super cute kid. And he never comes home. Like what the fuck? What happened? Yeah. They find him. He's been horribly mutilated, murdered, hit with a rock in the head multiple times. Somebody stuck a stick up his ass. Somebody poured his Kool Aid. He had a, a sack lunch with him, and he had Kool Aid. They poured Kool Aid in his wounds. I mean, this person was sick—a sick, sick fuck. It turns out it's a 13-year-old, a fucking 13-year-old neighbor. This redheaded loser, freckled face killer. Yeah. yeah, Eric Smith. Mm-hmm. And Eric Smith was just angry at the world, and he wanted someone else to feel his pain. He said, oh, yeah, I saw all the people that tormented me and bullied me. By the way, bullying, that, there's, a, there's something else that seems to happen an awful lot. And as much as we talk about bullying, bullying just goes on and on and on. Nobody stops the bullying because it, it happens online now. It happens offline. It happens in person Nothing ever, it never stops as much as it's talked about. Can we stop talking about bullying? We're probably increasing (laughs) bullying as much as we talk about it because no one ever does anything about it. Yeah, because kids are mean. They are. But, uh, you know, and if we're going to just let any kids, five year olds and 10 year olds and 12 year olds online to bully people in front of a million other people, then that's going to happen too. So, I mean, nobody seems to want to stop any of this stuff or do anything that really would stop it. But anyway, this 13 year old kills this four year old. He goes to help the police. The police become aware that he's really enjoying all of this. Even as they determine that he's a suspect, they realize that he's really getting off on talking to the cops about this. 
as much as he's insisting he didn't do it, of course, ends up he did do it. Um, they give him nine years to life in prison as a 13-year-old, this redheaded puke, Eric Smith, ugly kid, too. Oh, yeah. He's so gross. <laughs> so after nine I years... Got, I got news for you. Ugly adult, too. Oh, very ugly. Yeah, getting uglier every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, his hair fell out too. So I mean, this guy's got—he's got it all going on. But he's got a big bur- big red all. beard. <laughs> and you can here, watch here. Him we go- are bullying him. <laughs> comes full circle. But you know what? Fuck him. You can watch him go bald in time. You know how the, the time release, time, time relapse. Yeah. Uh, because they kept showing his parole hearings. You see him getting balder and balder every year at his parole hearings. Because after nine years, he had a hearing every year, and these poor Can't people. Had the four-year-old that lost his life, they had to go to these hearings. They fucking let him out. Yeah. Last year, they let him out. Yep. And some lawyer had fallen in love with him, and he was supposedly engaged. I don't. They didn't Gross. know what he was up to. Ugh. He's in New York. Yeah, yeah. He's let out earlier this year. And you know what was really weird about the story? I thought was that they were worried he was going to live in the town, and that would have scared me too because I think this guy is just fucked. He's just screwed he's he's refined his bullshit enough to get out <laughs> but his parents still live there and i thought oh, isn't it interesting how people yeah. you know you settle down somewhere and you know it was a really really small town they were small town people they weren't going to leave yeah. so they have to live with that and everyone knows everyone there so everyone knows and yeah he's still in queens everyone didn't want him back and he moved to queens mm. Is he with his lawyer girlfriend? I didn't what see a hog she must Have you be. Killed anybody yet? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What a hog. she must. That she must again. be disgusting. <laughs> I can't find any photos. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just hate this guy, and I hate no, her for yeah. for wanting this idiot. There's no way she ugly fuck. Yeah. Ugly bald fat fuck. <laughs> Twenty eight years he served for killing his four year old. Then um, also. <laughs> <laughs> the true crime category is 23-year-old girl from Penn State. Oh, what an idiot. <laughs> she faked her abduction. And what she did was uh, she, she talked to her boyfriend, oh, I'm being pulled over. Uh, bye. Mm-hmm. And so then she never heard from again. This is in, I guess, May when all the graduations are. She's supposed to graduate from Penn State. So they get a tip like a week later, and they find out she's at a home in Jeanette, Pennsylvania, 30 miles outside Penn Pittsburgh. I really admire her commitment to the bit, though. Yeah, that's true. No, she was far away. She's pretty far away. I, they didn't explain no. how she was at. No, but after she after they apprehended her, she still stuck to the bit. I was pulled over by a fake cop, yes. and uh, it's crazy. I was blindfolded. I was taking these various places. I didn't know where I am. I didn't even know where I am now. But she didn't know Who that. Who are you? They already checked with Penn State, and Penn's like, she hasn't been enrolled for like two years. Longer no, than that. No, she hadn't been enrolled since 2018, which, you know... Those stories are really weird when people don't want to admit things that are really not that bad. Uh, I wondered in this story, were her parents like sending her a check to pay the tuition? Oh, probably. I, I believe so, yeah. I got to Why wouldn't so. they just send it to the university to pay her tuition? Because they didn't know she was not going. They thought she was going. I know, but for five years, why am I still paying your tuition? What is going on? Um, Let me see your grades. What are you they doing? They must have. They probably. They don't send the grades to the parents. Once you're 18, they can't they have to send the grades well, to you. Well, then I'd stop paying for it. Well, I think they thought she was a student in good standing. So right, they five were years. all excited to go to the graduation, I guess. A little too excited. And she's like, oh, boy, I better get abducted. <laughs> Her name is <laughs> Chloe Stein. And I, I don't know why she would do this. She's, she's an idiot. 
you're gonna they're gonna find out. The second you be, say you're kidnapped, the the law's gonna come in. How are you going to keep a lie alive that yeah. you went to college for five years? Five years. I mean, wouldn't you think at some point, okay, I would watch out for this person because this is a sociopath. She's willing to lie to her parents about something like that. I remember another story. Yeah, Sherry Papini. Yeah. Uh, was she lie about going to college? No, but she lied. I mean, it's oh, a kidnapping lie. Kidnapping I was just going to say, I remember a story about a kid in Texas who went to dinner oh, to celebrate his graduation. Yeah, we talked about that. And he had lied about going to college for all four years. He was at this party. Oh, yeah, I graduated. Isn't it great? And when he and his parents got home, he had two of his friends shoot his father, mother, and brother, did not kill the father. He got grazed in the arm, of course. That's always a big tell. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When, oh, one person just got grazed. That's pretty weird. I mean, they need to take one in the, uh, in the neck or something. Yeah, the stomach. Yeah, yeah, they need to risk death and just hope, you know, I'm just going to take a chance. It's got to be a good one. But, yeah, so anyway, they figured out that, oh, you and your friends planned this because you didn't graduate from college and you wanted your dad's money. And it seems there's another story like that. Oh, there was another one, a guy who killed his wife, and he had lied about having a college degree, but I don't think it was like one of those, it was just one of those things he lied about. He didn't lie that he was going. But there have been, there've been quite a few of those where people can't bear the fact that people are, I think, just getting ahead or doing the work and somehow they don't think they can do it or they don't want to do it or they're just not school people, but it's important to their families. Seems to happen more often than you'd think. Remember a guy, the, the guy that, uh, the famous America's Most Wanted story, John List, mm -hmm. where he had started a whole new life. He killed Michigan, his entire he? family. Isn't he from Michigan? Yes. Well, he killed his family in New Jersey. He's and then from he Bay City. Colorado. Yeah. Is he from here originally? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he started this whole new life out in Colorado. He killed his mother, his wife, his four kids, laid them all down in sleeping bags, and got in a bus or something and went to Colorado to start a whole new life. Got married. Oh, those were the days when was, you just disappear and then reappear and no sure one knew could. who you were. But America's Most Wanted put together a bust of what he would look like, and it was perfect. And people just immediately said, that's, that's his <laughs> new name, whatever his new name was. And, and he got nailed. But he kept getting fired from job after job. He was just an incompetent. And I think he had a degree in accounting. Yeah, for Michigan. Mm -hmm. He kept getting um, uh, you know, business jobs, and he was just horrible. He was just a complete nerd. He was a social misfit. And so the last job he got fired from, he would leave the house every day as if he was going to work. And I think he did that for months. And then he decided, what am I going to do? Fuck, I'm going to lose a house. I'm just going to have to kill everybody because how are they going to survive without me? And I'm not making any money. I suck. So I'll just kill them. And uh, that way, uh, at least I can live. I can just support myself. Yeah, for 18 more years. Be yeah. Great. Yikes, you're strict. <laughs> But, yeah, I think he even tried to say, yeah, I was just protecting them because what were they going to do without me and a job? So important. You should have killed yourself, asshole. Yeah. Or, or you should have gotten another job. Yeah. Except he couldn't. He could not hold a job. I think in Colorado, though, somehow he did. He got a shitty job, a shitty enough job that he was able to hold on to it. And he was happily married. Oh, weird. Dateline had a great story Friday night about um, this guy, 20 years old. Um, started dating a 16-year-old. 
who was friends with his his younger sister. And How much so, do you hate that sixteen year old? By the way, she is one of the worst people I've ever seen. As far she as really a, is. a teenage girl, yeah, just the worst. And I gotta say, I fucking hate her parents on Dateline too because they're just like, well, she's gonna do what she wants to do. Yeah. It's like, well, then cut her off. Why yeah, you might as well just let her go live with this twenty year old because she's gonna do what she's gonna do. But they didn't cut her off or anything. They kept you know seeing her and giving her stuff. It's I, I was blown away by that. And she was a big party girl. Is this Amy Lynn Priesmeyer? Yeah, Priesmeyer. Uh huh. And Ricky Collins is, is the guy that who ended up dying. But it's a really wild case because you know uh amy and her friend uh, jennifer and her other friend sarah are out and about um, waiting for him to come home in this apartment that all four of them lived at by the way yeah because she moved really, really really in with him and then she says i don't want my friends to live here too yeah and he's it's like, like okay. oh, well, but we're just getting married <laughs> then i want my friends here <laughs> so she he really to, didn't give a shit about him she just wanted to party he had to work late and then they come back, Amy and Sarah do, and Amy's like, I gotta take a shit, go up and see what, see what Ricky's doing upstairs. She goes upstairs, and Ricky's still alive with a gunshot through his neck, and his head is bashed in with a hammer. And it just went on and on. And of course, his parents are seeing these clues as to, well, wait, what she said to this to the, his sister was really weird, that she said, don't come over tonight, we gotta work some stuff out. Like There are all these really cryptic things, but the police couldn't do anything about it. Meanwhile, there's some dude who's 19 who's telling everybody he knows, like, yeah, those helicopters, that's for me. That's for that guy that got killed, I did that. He's just yeah. telling everybody that he killed this person. Wasn't and he the most interesting person in the story, though? By a mile. By because, a mile. I mean, talk about the arc of a story. Yeah, I, I really sense that what he thought at the time was cool and gave him straight cred. Everybody will know how tough I am when I kill someone. And of course, but he also said when Amy and Jennifer came and said, you need to kill Ricky for us. He's like, all right. And he said, I didn't realize the ramifications of that. I'm like, what 19 year old doesn't realize the ramifications of taking another life? Like, that I, I don't. That my mind. I know. It's really hard to accept that that guy would have reformed at all if he was that flippant about it. But yeah. he really thought he was going to be Mr. Hot Shit. Yeah. He thought he was so fucking cool. But, of course, they caught, they caught him. <laughs> By the way, he, <laughs> said, he was for a while, though. I don't know if you caught that. Like, people feared him for a while because he yeah. was a low-level pot dealer in 1997. Um, yeah. But then, you know, after five years in prison and time, and you realize, like, hey, wait a second. And he wrote a letter a confession, and in that he said his part, which got really, you know, the raised the eyebrows of Ricky's parents who sent it to the detectives. Like, what, this, what does he mean, his part? Build a report with the guy, and he basically spilled the beans that this dude's 16-year-old pregnant girlfriend yeah. wanted him dead. Him, her and her friend. Now, I feel like that Lisa girl uh, hired a murder consultant because she got immunity <laughs> during the trial for everything yep. she said, but his pregnant girlfriend didn't. And then what a great move the cops put both Amy and Jennifer in a, um, when they arrested him to detain him, they were kept him separate, but then they put him in a wired cell and the Lisa or Jennifer didn't say a word, not a word the whole time. And Amy's like, the only way, uh, you know, we can get away with this or if, if he speaks, we're screwed. If, if he's, if he, you know, doesn't go to the trial, then we'll be fine. That's the only way we get nailed. If he's, I mean, she's just spilling Everything. Yeah, she wanted to kill him, right? Yeah, she yeah. wanted she wanted to hire somebody to kill. Oh, she's a psycho. She's fucking nuts. She was, and her parents were nuts too. Her parents were totally nuts. But she had the baby too, which is weird. That guy seemed like he really came around to what he'd done. The murder. Yeah, yeah. 
Billy Hoffman? Yeah, I is he uh, is he out now? He is out, isn't he? Yeah, he is out. Yeah, mm-hmm. he he was sentenced to life with no chance of parole. But then after this happens, and and you know there was a big this is in California, so there was a big move to yeah anyone under twenty six is yeah that? should it should be at least granted a parole hearing. So he finally got a parole hearing. Now the problem is, is they didn't tell the victim's parents that he was having a parole no. hearing either. So that was quite the surprise when he got out. But in the end, they ended up convicting. The um, girlfriend, the pregnant girlfriend, I believe she's still in jail. They kind of left that out in Dateline. They just acted Wait, like she wasn't a model prisoner is what they said. Didn't she get out and then she went back in for something else? That was the other girl. That was oh, okay. the, the other girl got a little bit of time for a minor thing that she did not have immunity for and then got out and then got thrown back in for domestic assault. That's it's, right. it's a really awful, sad story. But it man. was. And, you know, what's amazing about the Eric Smith story, the, the 13-year-old redheaded putz fucking loser, <laughs> him and, uh, in this case, was just how long the parents, just how oh, that stays years. with you. It never goes away. And I know it firsthand when a child, when you lose a kid at, a, at you know, in those those formative years, it's just, you just can't, it never, you know, and I, Awful. I was happy for the parents of the four-year-old that when he got out of prison, they actually felt like, well, we don't have to go to parole hearings anymore. And I don't want to be angry at this guy the rest of my life. And they kind of let it go. And it sounded like they were really in a better place. So I was happy for them for that. But, you know, seeing those, those videos of that kid playing T-ball <laughs> was just really hard to watch. And then seeing how ugly good, that murderer is. By the way, he's a really good t-ball player. Really, <laughs> I was really impressed with his t-ball. <laughs> what are you? What are you scouting him <laughs> for your professional t-ball league? I just thought he was. He had good wheels. He had great wheels. <laughs> if I was scouting him, I'd give him a nine out of ten for well, wheels. Uh, I mean, he took a great cut. He got the barrel, of the ball, batted on the ball. What's your baseline, though? I mean, I have no no idea how good four year olds are. At it's t-ball. hard to judge for. He was really good for a four year old. Four year olds, if they're running in the right direction, that's a win. I think he would have been drafted at least. I don't know if he would have made the bigs, but <laughs> I don't know if you saw that t ball highlight from like two weeks ago. The girl that was playing t ball and she hits the ball, it barely goes anywhere, and of course. It's just like ants to a fucking piece of sugar. All these kids just go to it. <laughs> and she does a fucking cartwheel on the way to first base. I saw that. I didn't see that. I don't know why. That. That. Maybe funny. it's because I have girls. I was just like, that's awesome. I'm glad she just did a cartwheel while all these kids are glomming to the ball. Oh, did you see the first Division One female baseball player throw out oh, the first pitch at I Fenway? I got it right here. Yeah. I got it right here. Yeah, boy. Oh, boy. So she's made news recently because, hey, a female's playing in D1 college. So Fenway Park, Boston brings her in. They decide, hey, we're going to let her throw the first pitch. And it doesn't go so good. She's got very long, dark hair. She's pretty. Sure. Yeah, Red Sox jersey on. She takes a stretch. And here's the pitch. And it's, oh, it's way outside. Oh, the catcher can't even reach it. Oh, my God, it's a wild pitch. It is. Three runners would have scored on However, oh. I just want to say something. She delivered it very athletically, and she threw it pretty hard. She was trying to throw gas. She was trying to gas the ball, and she should have just thrown a strike because she has a nice, she has a decent arm. Hmm. I, I believe just that. a bit outside. Uh, yeah, it was. It was uh, would have hit a right-handed hitter. There would have been no way to get out of the way of it. What are her <laughs> stats this year? <laughs> I don't know. She, I remember when she made the team. We, we though. talked about her. Yeah. 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 
Was she better than that old man that's playing baseball? Oh, God, he's terrible. <laughs> he sucks. There's a 56-year-old guy playing Division One, no, Division Three baseball or something, and I don't know why he's on the team. He sucked in high school. He couldn't make the team in high school, and they act as if, oh, well, you know, he, he worked really hard. And, uh, no, he sucks. He can't hit. <laughs> He sucked cool, then, though. he Good sucks more now, and he's slow as shit, yeah, he's fat. But he's living his life. I know, but it's like, no, he's going to play Division One baseball, he's going to play college baseball. It's like, no, you were not meant to play college baseball, and you should not be on that team. <laughs> You're a bit. You're just a fucking bit, dude. Olivia, by the way, has had one at-bat this year, so. And did she get a hit? Uh, no. No. I, What'd she do? Did she hit the I, ball? It doesn't say. I mean, her stats are just one game played, one plate appearance, one at-bat, zero everything else. Good for her. Well, she did throw the ball well, to her credit. Is she a pitcher? No. I don't think she is. I think she's an outfielder, isn't she? I thought. She grounded out, Drew. Okay. She hit the ball. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we're not a sports podcast, and this isn't really a sports story, but I did want to mention that there's more on the Tiger Woods story. Um, The Tiger Woods suit. Yeah. The girl. First of all, Tiger drove her to the airport. Oh, he did? <laughs> he said, pack for the Bahamas. We're going on a little he, trip. We're going to the Bahamas. He drives to the airport and says, you know, excuse me for a second. I guess I got to go park or something. Oh, and, no, uh, he did. Um, my, the, my lawyer's here. Well, you talk to my lawyer. He's right there. The Tiger, since when do you drive us to the airport? <laughs> we always get a car service. I know. It's. I really want to be a normal person, though. It's a surprise trip. It's to be like a normal trip. I couldn't get a car service in time. I'm only Tiger Woods. <laughs> I want to be, like, be travel like regular people for a change. That's why my lawyer's standing out there, because most people drop their <laughs> wife off to talk to their lawyer. <laughs> and so the lawyer says... You're not going anywhere. You'll never see Tiger again. You're locked out of the house. (laughs) Tiger peels out. And and you know what? This girl said this is such a chick thing. She's like, but can I see the kids or the pets? She wanted to see the kids and the pets. No! Sign this! He wanted to sign something on the spot. And she's like, fuck you! I'm glad she said fuck you. not signing that. So anyway, her case is that... Would she have gotten money if she had she signed something? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm not sure. I doubt it. Anyway, she was waitressing at the restaurant. She was not the manager. Oh, she wasn't? She was waitressing. The story was always she was the manager. He does like waitresses. Tiger story. He does. Yeah, Perkins. He loved that girl. Um, He started hitting on her when she was a waitress. And started pursuing a quote unquote sexual relationship with her. That's a clear violation of our HR policy. <laughs> and then the sexual relationship. <laughs> we started having a sexual relationship, at which point Tiger said, You're going to have to sign an NDA <laughs> if we're going to keep doing this, or you're going to have to leave your job. Isn't that so romantic? She walks in, there's probably like flowers in a vase and. <laughs> Some chocolates and then An a fucking under massive it. pile of paper with a pen. That's so her NDA. Her attorney says that Tiger was her boss and he imposed different work conditions based on their sexual relationship, which was forcing her to sign an NDA. I admire how um, in depth Tiger is uh, with his restaurant. <laughs> what? <laughs> He's such a fucking. He's such an Heck, asshole. Yeah. What an power-hungry uh, bastard. Just like his dad. He but is just so, just like his dad. Remember the way he tried to make all those women go away, who yeah. he treated like shit back yeah. in two thousand nine. 
I mean, he treated them like absolute dog shit. Why are they so mad? I was only really shitty to them. And then all he was worried about was the sponsors. That was all he well, cared I mean, about. Come on, at he that point, was yeah. not. He was not sorry. I, I understand that, I guess. I mean, he's shitty. He's an asshole. I, I, I don't hated, think I could do that. I have to say, I hated him and I hated the sponsors. They're like, fuck you. Why would you want anything to do with that prick? He's horrible. Yeah, but remember, I mean, the audience, he had the support of... Tiger's mother, Kaltita. <laughs> she was there <laughs> front and center. He went to fake rehab, and he gave his fake apology in front of all those. He flew his friends in who did not want to be apologized to Everybody at all. in rehab signed an NDA? How come nobody's told us any stories exactly. about Tiger Woods in rehab? No, I know, I that's crazy. You, I bet you didn't even go. He probably didn't even speak up in group meetings. He probably didn't go. I don't think he won. We're going to get a lookalike, and you drive them I'm to just gonna rehab. Go on, I'm going to go on my yacht for like a month. Exactly. And I'm going to study yeah. rehab so that it's like I went to rehab. You find I can some, say I went to rehab. Find some other Cablanasian and send them to rehab. <laughs> so anyway, she still wants to say goodbye to the kids and the pets, and she says that things of hers are still in the house, and she is not allowed to return to the house. So... He just, I love the way he just thinks he can boss everyone around. They do whatever he, he wants. The minute you don't want anything to do with them, which, by the way, something changed in their sexual relationship, and Tiger was very disgruntled about it. Oh. What, Ooh, what changed? Sounded like she wasn't putting out enough. Hmm. So that's why he just decided to off hard. with her head. <laughs> out with her shit. I really wonder. Get who- her shit in storage. Every fucking last thing out of this house in storage. I really want to know. Change who, the locks. Who's he banging now? And have they signed the NDA? Well, there's somebody. You of know course there's, there's somebody. Someone. That's just amazing. I picture his, uh, his home office has this giant filing cabinet with NDAs full of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably so. Yes. <laughs> like an old school metal one. Like, oh, here's Jocelyn James. <laughs> <laughs> like he just, uh, that's how he reminisces. Every now and then he goes through there just to have that's the sexual memories. Yeah, oh, exactly. Lindsay Vaughn. I like to think back on my relationship. Rachel Yucatel. I remember when I was inside Jamie Junger. <laughs> we paid Rachel a lot of money, and she blew it. She started that stupid uh, clothing store for kids, and it just, uh, what a stupid it just cunt. didn't work. She should have just invested the money. <laughs> Elam was such a dead fish. <laughs> so ridiculous. He's such a dick. Now, Devin James, she was a giver. Ill, and I was a hero. She pulled me out of the car after I crashed. <laughs> after she went through all my messages. Huge. Holly, Quickly. Holly Thompson was a freak. Oh, my God. Don't forget about <laughs> Andy Lawton and her uh, that tampon. Yeah, that's the one. But this is a Perkins waitress. She why looks like a Perkins waitress. Why couldn't she? Elon uh, release the ring doorbell cam like uh, Steven Crowder's wife? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't she grab that? You know he had private security cams all over that mansion. How disappointing. Oh, so everybody could could see Tiger as she's going through his phone. Yeah, wouldn't it be hilarious watching her chase Tiger through the house? He's just covering his head and running out the front door. He's wasted out of his mind. Burst out on ambience. Starts the escalade, just wails into a tree next door. <laughs> he gets one house and hits a tree because he's so wasted. He fell asleep in the in the passage of one house. He fell asleep. He couldn't stay awake really with all the adrenaline being chased by Elon swinging a golf club, and he couldn't stay awake for more than one fucking house. <laughs> That's incredible. That's oh, my amazing. God, was he sleepy. That is amazing. <laughs> Thanksgiving weekend. What do you want out of me? Um, NordVPN protects you against bandwidth throttling from ISPs. 
where they will slow down your internet towards the end of your contract to get you to upgrade. Well, many of you have chosen NordVPN already because you like getting access to Netflix and Disney Plus and all those other great platforms in other countries for less lower prices than in the U.S. If you have made the switch to NordVPN, if you have jumped on and you love it and you can't do without it, here's a good deal for you. Two years and you get four months free on top. So uh, that's two months for every year, four months for two years. How about that math? Anyway, here's what you do to grab this exclusive NordVPN deal, or if you want to jump in for the first time, do that too. Go to nordvpn.com slash D-A-M-S. Use that promo code. Use the code DAMS to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan. It's completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. And if you do it for two years, again, four months for free. Such a deal. Luke Nowacki wants to remind you the best, uh, the best part about preparing for your financial future is that it involves dollar signs, commas, and decimal points. No semicolons. What kind of pretentious person uses semicolons or words like pretentious? <laughs> Not Luke Nowacki. No, he talks about money and making you money and making plans for the long term. And there are a lot of things that, you know, a lot of people are like, I know what to do with my money. A lot of people don't know what to do with their money. In fact, uh, sometimes people go in there because they, they can't figure out, why do we have two people making decent incomes and we have nothing? And, uh, and Luke loves to deal with people who have that problem and try to help them make a plan going forward. If you're saving for college or saving for the future, whatever it is, if you have questions about your financial future or wondering whether you can reach your goals or what you're going to have to do, call Luke Nowacki. He loves helping people with his stuff. 248-663-4748. He speaks and drops, too, and promises to never use punctuation incorrectly. Security Investment Advisory Services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated. Member FINRA, SIPC, Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, separately owned, and other entities. And our marketing names, products, or reference, services referenced here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Luke, and would, Lady Luke would love the, the show uh, How to Get Rich on Netflix. It's this guy who... Helps people, like you just said, that have income but can't figure out why they're spending so much money. Just all their poor financial decisions. I know. That's, I find it's oh, common. I, it's, it's I see very people common, all the time really? who don't know yeah. what they're doing. I yeah. don't get it. It doesn't seem that hard. Uh, Lady Jane, I mean, to at least know where your money's going. Hey, walk into Lady Jane's for an award-winning haircut experience and automatically enter for your chance to win not one, but two vehicles of your choice, courtesy of Les Stanford Buick GMC of Ferndale. That's right, two cars, one for you, one for your wife, friend, best buddy, girlfriend, whoever. Lady Jane's, open seven days a week, walk in any time for a wickedly awesome haircut. And uh, That How to Get Rich show, by the way, had a couple on there, and the guy, um, I think, had 20 bank accounts. 20 Why? different bank accounts i you know what i don't know i don't know if it's he was he was scared of the fdic <laughs> like but he didn't have enough oh. money in each of them right yeah so i don't know what his problem was yeah but, a lot of people are really nervous about banks right now i understand why i mean that's that's a freaky thing i mean people that's historically speaking whenever there's concern about a bank failure people often go oh is my money safe and, of course, the insistence is always that, oh, yes, it is. And if, if that falls apart, then everybody loses everything. So that makes people feel better. They go, oh, well, that means Bezos won't have anything either. So I'll feel good about that. I think he'll be fine. I'll feel less shitty about the fact that I have nothing. I think the best financial advice is that came from this one right here. Oh, I just can't get these numbers to add up. It's like we're never going to get out of this hole. Credit card debt, does it ever end? <laughs> Maybe I can help. We sure could use it. We've tried debt consolidation companies. 
We've even taken out loans to help make payments. Well, you're not the only ones. <laughs> Did you know millions of Americans live with debt they cannot control? That's why I developed this unique new program for managing your debt. It's called Don't Buy Stuff You Cannot Afford. Oh, let me see that. If you don't have any money, you should not buy anything. Hmm, sounds interesting. Sounds confusing. <laughs> I don't know, honey. This makes a lot of sense. There's a whole section here on how to buy expensive things using money you save. Give me that. And where would you get this? Saved money. <laughs> I tell you where and how in chapter three. Okay, but what if I want something but I don't have any money? You don't buy it. <laughs> well, let's say I don't have enough money to buy something. Should I buy it anyway? <laughs> no. <laughs> delivery. Now I'm really confused. It's a little confusing at first. Well, what if you have the money? Can you buy something? Yes. Now take the money away. Same story? Nope. You shouldn't buy stuff when you don't have the money. I think I got it. I buy something I want and then hope that I can pay for it, right? <laughs> no. You make sure you have money, then you buy it. Oh, then you buy it. But shouldn't you buy it before you have the money? No. <laughs> it just Why goes not? on and on like that. It's such a good sketch. Steve Martin's really good at that stuff. Yeah. Um, there was a... Uh, this just cracks me up. Some kid got this really outstanding fart spray. Oh, yeah. That's a great story. And he took it to school. I mean, where would be more fun to have fart spray than in school? Nowhere. Although we've seen videos, and they reference some in, in a couple of the stories I read, about videos online where we've seen people spray it in cars, and pets are like, oh, my God! There's some incredible fart sprays out there. So anyway, this guy was spraying this fart spray. Apparently, it was so good. Six students went to the hospital. Eight others felt sick. And the school insisted that there must be gas leaking from somewhere. Drew, they got <laughs> sick the day after he sprayed it. <laughs> they The day after, after first responders showed up. Hazardous response people were there. They had teams there. and They could not find any gas leaks. No, they couldn't. So you know, that means the kid came back the next day and sprayed a lot more. <laughs> It was called Hensgott Fart Spray. Yeah. H-E-N-S-G-A-U-K-T. Where do we get some of that? Amazon. You want, me to, you want to hear good. some reviews? Is, yeah, yeah. I want to hear reviews. Give me, give me a second. <laughs> Hensgott, Hensgott Fart Spray. Stink Fart Spray. Okay, we should put it on Drew's favorite but how things. Do you, how do you confu confuse a fart for the smell of gas? I mean, a fart has a um, different smell. Yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's all the reviews for it. Yeah I, want, yeah, I want to hear the reviews. I want to hear that. I want to hear that. I hear well, that I mean, review. they have a bunch of different kind. I, I guess you want the uh, Super Stink Mega Bottle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, four and a half stars. That's we can always good. work our way back. Let's see here. What's the tagline there? Releases a Super Stink that makes your victims run for fresh air. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is relatively this, cheap, too. The school shut down for a full week. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he finally, on Friday, he confessed. Smells like a portageon in Iraq. That's the first review. Not the worst smell. And certainly, it won't send me gagging or throwing up. Smells just like a portageon in Iraq. Excrement from about 100 people baked in a small enclosed area for 72 plus hours at over 110 degrees Fahrenheit. Will work for what I want, but was really expecting a powerful stink like a high-end French cheese. Fucking weirdo. 
Uh, let's see. This one just says stinks. Uh, the smell enough. was worse than I expected. It's so foul smelling it makes you gag <laughs> with just a small spray. <laughs> but does it smell like a fart? Because that's why Clark and I called and demanded see. the supervisor of that fart spray was because it didn't smell like a fart. It smelled like chemicals. Well, Jimmy Ward is the only one who gave it a one star and just wrote worthless product. Didn't like nothing about it. Don't smell. <laughs> that guy's like... <laughs> Does anyone say it smells like a fart? That's what we want, is legit fart spray that smells like a fart. One guy gave it two stars, and his main complaint was that the sprayer quit working. Oh, that's what <laughs> that's it starts leaking on your fingers. And, yeah. now, here's that's not reasonable. Uh, three stars. I bought it for my boyfriend as a prank at work, but he says the smell is not that of super stinky. <laughs> he thinks maybe because of the weather as he was using it in a cold warehouse. I guess I'll have to wait for warm weather to see how it works out. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That's a really funny review. Uh, they make other kinds, too. Well, I just want to hear one person say it sounds like a fart before I buy any. Yeah, no, they really just seem to say that it really just stinks. But does it stink like vomit or a fart? Um, well, this one is uh, described as cool poop smelling prank stuff. Smells like super... Bad gas. I want to hear reviews before that, that's I'm the one I anything. just reviewed. That's the one okay. I read. Now there's another one. Let's see. Fart spray. Is, a different, is that a different one? <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> can I hear? Um, this one is. I want to hear the Efren fart oh, one more course. time. Of course, I got that one. <laughs> this this one is. Um, this is the stink fart spray. Extra strong, smelly like 14th century sewage. That is exactly how it's described. <laughs> 14th century sewage. That's how it's described by the manufacturer. Like, how do they know what line. 14th century sewage sounds smells like? Use your imagination, my man. Yes. And that only has a 3.9 rating, so there's going to be some one stars. Let's hear some of the better people that were happy with it. it smells like Hello. smells. This is interesting. First one. This is from uh, April 27th. Smells like a gas leak. Don't buy. The chemical appears to be the same as to what is added to natural gas and propane. Oh, so it's like so that egg smell. Fuck yeah. that. My That's not a fart. My first oh, use caused the person being pranked to bring out his gas meter detection. <laughs> I don't blame him as it smelled like natural gas or propane when leaking. Wow. The meter was going off like crazy. It almost got the fire department called. That's Very weird. disappointed. Uh, one star, don't buy it. stinks so bad uh, that the whole point doesn't go away. I just want a refund. I just threw it away. Don't buy it. Um, hey, Brandon, the Efren fart, by the way, has two donuts in it. We were so blown away to find out that the fart was like a donut because you're Ef you hear Trudy like, Efren, and then, and then Efren's, or no, Efren says, hello, and then you hear the big fart, and then Trudy says, Efren, and then there's another fart. Yeah, it's a double there's donut. There's a fart at the front, too. It's a double donut. Hello. Oh. See what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a double, double donut, donut for real. Yeah, here it is in the original. Hello. Afrin? Hello. Afrin? All right, we gotta shut the farts down. Almost, almost every five star says it, just, shit. it just smells like rotten eggs. Yeah. Okay, so there nobody. You know, it's weird. For all of the great science in this country, all the great scientists, nobody can come up with a fart smell. Once again, come Drew, on. nature wins. I don't know. I think science is pretty disappointing sometimes. <laughs> Get all cocky. Oh, we can fly a plane through the air. Woo! There's one review here that gave it five stars. I sprayed it at school, and the whole class ran into the hall. It took like 30 minutes to get it out of the, out of the room. That's not a fart, though. 
Don't First of all, a fart, people will be laughing as they're running out of the hall. Oh. <laughs> At least the guys will. <laughs> um, and by the way, speaking of school, that reminds me of something I read the other day. Actually, someone sent this to me. And then uh, I'd already read it, but I'd forgotten about it. I was so glad they sent it because it was about a school in Upper Darby, Pennsylvania, where they've said that, you know, this mental health thing, uh, these poor kids have so many problems with their mental health. I'm so pissed, by the way. Why is everyone worried about kids? Nobody gave a shit about kids when I was a kid. Nobody worried about our mental health. These kids are, it's so tough to be a kid now. They're going to start school at 9.45 a.m. So the kids don't have to rush around in the morning and come to school all tired. Hmm. What time do they end? I didn't even say. It just said that, uh, oh, the kids love it. And, of course, the parents, some of the parents are like, no, this really isn't convenient at all because it screws up my schedule. And, you know, we have a problem with transportation and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh, but the kids' mental health is much better because they don't have to wake up early. And then some of the kids were saying, oh, yeah, I can stay up later now. It's great. It's like, wait, but that doesn't give you more sleep. <laughs> so this just seems like it's convenient for kids. And so they're doing it. And Upper Darby says it's a success. Now, I don't know that anybody else is going to do it. But, again, it's like mental health. Jesus, I, I, I get it. I, res- I want people to have good mental health, but my God. Sleep well, in. I mean, you should have a... Can uh, we go back and give a fuck about kids when I was a kid, no. please? Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> well, look how angry your generation is. I mean, you screwed it over for everybody else. That's why, that's why these uh, well, Gen we, Zs... Nobody gave a shit about us when we were kids. I know. So you guys have been so mean that Gen Z is having a tough time. You guys are taking everything for yourself. That's what I heard from the millennials. <laughs> you know, I've heard it too. I've heard it quite a bit. <laughs> Okay, um, I think school should be all year round, nine to five, <laughs> like a fucking job. Yeah, schools are a lot Great. of schools are doing that where they're in school all year, right? Some are. I mean, not not around here. Um, Brandon, can you look up the Rainbow Oaks Restaurant in Fallbrook, California? This is the place where they sing the national anthem every day. And at, I guess at it's, a restaurant. Yeah, at a restaurant. It's like before I, opening or what? No, I think it's when they open. You know, people get their coffee and they play the national anthem, and it's like something that it's a small town. I think Fallbrook doesn't sound like a big right. town. So why and is I this the story now? I think a lot of the same people go there in the morning. They're very patriotic, and so they get up and they put their hands over their hearts and they sing the national anthem, and it's like no big deal. Well, what happened was somebody who doesn't go there often went there, and they were let's see, wait, what's their quote? Um, by far the most dangerous situation I've ever been in. <laughs> that sounds a little hyperbolic. Because they were forced to experience a national anthem in a restaurant with people who actually liked it. So um, some of the other... Co- oh, and they made a TikTok video, just, so it went viral. shut up and eat your food. Let them do their thing. What's the and, big deal? And the, the comments were incredible. These are all, you know, young TikTokers, I guess. America is so scary. And then someone else said, I was at a bar that did this when the clock strikes 10. Uh, never left a place faster in my life. I would be scarred for life if that happened. Because you had to sit through a national anthem? I mean, I'm not saying it's not weird. It's are definitely you allowed, different. Are you allowed to sit through it, or does they, do they yell at you and make you stand? I think there's probably you. peer pressure to stand up because everyone else does. But anyway, the, the, the owner was like, what's the big deal? What do you care? Because she was, I think they were getting shit from all over the place. Like people who would never even go to their restaurant were angry about it. Yeah. I mean... It is kind of weird, but who cares? Just well, let it, just let it happen. It doesn't like bother it, you. Yeah. It sounds to me like it's a lot people of... people are involved in too many other people's business. 
Well, by the way, is there something wrong if someone likes the national anthem? Is that okay? Of not, no. Hello, and thank you for calling Rainbow Oaks. Our business of operation are Tuesday to Sunday, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. Oh, come on now. Well, it's Sunday between 7 a.m. and 9 p.m., lady. carefully as our menu option have changed. Please press 1 to connect to the restaurant. Press 2 for takeout orders. What is this, the Corey hotline? You have to call one number to get another number? (laughs) The Corey hotline. I don't know about you guys, but I'm hungry. (laughs) What's her name? Is it Nancy? That lady? I don't know. The owner? Yeah. Are they Paulina? Gonna are they going to answer? Are they? Maybe they're playing the are anthem. Getting... <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, now we'll be in trouble. Maybe they play. Whoa. Huh? Whoa. Paulina? Oh, no. Paulina was dining there. I've got to watch something another day. Hello? Hello? Rainbow Oaks. Oh, hi. Is uh, this Rainbow Oaks? Yes, sir. Yeah, this is Drew from the Drew and Mike show in Detroit. We were just calling about the national anthem story. Do you have a minute for us? Honestly, sir, this is a Sunday. It's it's jam-packed right now. I can uh, give you a number or anything, but I don't think anybody can really come to the phone right now. All right. Okay. Have you been there, though, when I play the anthem, right? Yes, sir. And you don't have a problem with it? I don't have a problem with it. Do, Do people like it? I love it. Oh, okay. I couldn't understand why people were upset about it. That's all. I just thought it was weird that people were so upset by it. Yeah, I don't really have a comment on that regardless. You know, people are going to think whatever they want to think. Yeah, I know, and you're going to get in a lot of trouble if you make a comment. I get it. Weird. It's weird out there. Anyway, okay. Well, thanks a lot. (laughs) Enjoy the food. Yes, sir. See you, ma'am. All right. right. Bye-bye. I pledge allegiance to the United States of America. One nation. Indivisible. Under God. For real. What is going on in this world when someone is asked about playing that and they can't make a comment? Oh, I can't comment on that. Well, they want to get in trouble with their boss. <laughs> For what? I don't know. <laughs> I just think no comments become a thing. It has. I mean, I c- what is this with the email? Somebody sent me the most innocuous email and said, please don't use my name. Oh, my God. I don't mind those if it's something cool and revealing. No, I, I understand. <laughs> Actually, I understand why they say that. It's, yeah. They're just so, everyone is so paranoid that if they think a certain way, that they're going to be in trouble. Uh, and some of them I wouldn't want my name used either. Um, and then every now and then you get these people who are, you can use my name. And I'm like, I don't think I should use your name, <laughs> really, based on what you're saying. Uh, I had a weird experience this today, by the way. This is really funny. This is so stupid. I'm driving to pick up something to eat. And I end up stopping to get a and cup of coffee. Just to get it in a um, you know one of those to-go cups, mm-hmm. a big cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And um, actually, I wasn't going to get coffee. I was just satisfied with what I had. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to get some coffee because I think I have to use the bathroom. Like, really use the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah, take a dump. <laughs> it's like, like I didn't have enough time. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. just really weird. I mean, that's just not something that happens to me all the time. <laughs> I'm not ready to do one of those commercials where I'm afraid to go ride a horse because I won't get back in time. Like, uh, you need some Saul Palmetto. Is that way? What did Joe Theismann have? Saul Palmetto is pretty good. Not Joey. What was Joe Theismann pushing? He oh, couldn't even go through a one break without having to run yeah, to the bathroom. He had, he had, Are you he, talking about pooping? He had to find out where the bathroom was oh, before true. he could do anything. Remember we asked Mike Turico about it? <laughs> 
That reminds me of a weird story. <laughs> Which I gotta say, watching the coronation, uh, so did, did you think King Charles like didn't have anything to drink or eat before? Because what if he had to fucking take a piss? It was a long time. catheter underneath that Four gown. hours he or a, a diaper. He had a catheter on. Are you serious? Maybe it's Stadium Pal. What if he? What if he did? I figured probably had a diaper. Yeah. From no, the Mark, I can't back up that statement. <laughs> but oh, you're okay. right. But well, you're, I don't know. I mean, that everything's been revealed about what happened. I'm sure he had 40 aides telling him, "Hey, listen, you might as well, uh, you know, take a dump or go pee." Take a lot they of anti-diarrheal. So he's they probably had his whole front side blocked off from from the waist down, and then he would pee into someone's mouth below him. <laughs> well, oh. I've, I've <laughs> <laughs> some subject. <laughs> I figured that's what happened. I, for that in the royal family. I don't know if you knew this that they put up those like blockers because you're not allowed to see him get oil anointed on him. Which I'm like, what kind of creepy shit is going on right now? Coronation. We can't really even see it. More like I figured, coronation. I figured he was probably taking a piss then, like in the orb or something. Some really just just gross uh, tradition. But they, they have, have to dispose of it. That's why they need someone's mouth to just swallow <laughs> yeah, it. Drink and it right it goes then and there. Did you notice King Charles still has his sausage fingers too? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I, I, I go in this, I'm not going to name the restaurant, but I go in there, and uh, fortunately, the bathroom's open. In fact, there's only one guy in the whole place who's a customer, and he looks a little, just a little weird. I mean, not that I really was taking notes, mm. and I learned more about him as time went on, but anyway, I go in there, lock the door, and um, the next thing you know, Someone's trying to open the door. I'm like, what, what, the, what the fuck do you want in here? You know I'm in here. Would you You're tap the twice? only fucking person in the place. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Gross. How fast do you think this could possibly be? And so I'm like, yeah, give me a minute. Jesus Christ. So anyway. Did um, you go slower? Then, no. Okay. You see the eye in Then uh, I flush the toilet, which clogs. I'm like, oh. fuck! Oh. <laughs> so fortunately, ama- oh. amazingly, there was a plunger right there. So I, I start plunging it, and it's, and I flush it, and the water just is coming up. Like, See you later. I'm out of here. What kind of plunger is this? And I just get the plunger in there, wham, and I hit it hard one time, and it's like splashing and stuff. Oh. And, and then it just it went wailing down. I was like, oh, whew, thank God. Don't flush those toilets. So now I'm just like in a hurry to get the fuck out of there. I'm under pressure. It's like there's 90 people in line or something at Woodstock. Here's and actual audio of you in the bathroom. I shit like my brain's out into it, right? I, I came with this thing like an animal, man. And then I took a bunch of toilet paper. I, I, I jammed it in there so it won't flush. It won't flush. So I go outside, and I'm like just about to walk up to coffee, and I hear the door slam and lock, and I realize, oh, oh. my phone's in there! Oh, fuck! Oh, no. Yes. So I order my coffee, and I'm like watching the door like a hawk, and I'm thinking... This guy been in there for an hour. I mean, he's, he's banging on the door one second after I get in there, and then he's there for fucking ever doing God knows what with my phone. In, in that toilet that's all clogged. And so, meanwhile, there's two other people in line. Oh, like, God. Oh, my God. This is getting ridiculous. I would have left it. You should just got a new phone. So, just <laughs> as I like turn to pick up my coffee and drop a tip in the tip jar, I hear the door open. Whoa! And I look and I go, Hey, you got my, it was my phone in there? And he goes, No. And then the door shuts, and another guy's in there. I'm like, what? What, what do you mean rude. it's not in there? I know what's in there. It's on my phone. And so I'm watching this guy, and he's like walking out to his truck, which looks like the biggest piece of shit. I'm thinking, that fucking guy has my phone. He has what? my phone. Well, how could he? Uh, my ph- It's got to be in there, right? Yeah. So anyway, the door opens, and this guy goes, oh, here's your phone. <laughs> the Ugh. guy that just went in and answered my Covered phone. Covered in feces. <laughs> no. Ugh. 
But it was like, I was in such oh, a panic. My phone. I was going to follow that guy to the end of the earth to get my phone. Well, we, you know, we can track it, right? With Because it's an Apple. It's got the Find My, which, by the way, my AirTag is still at the Best Western yeah. down in Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> it hasn't moved. It's great. I need to call. I should call down there. And I really it. was debating following him. I thought, he has my phone. There's no way. But I left my phone. It was on the thing next to the toilet, which covers... Yeah. The toilet paper, and I'm like, there's no way he could miss my phone. There's no way. He's got my phone. Plus, he looks squirrely, and he was weird, and he, he thinks one second is two hours, and he thinks two hours is... Drew, you like almost had a moment, man. If judging that person, a book by its cover. Yeah, if that person would have been a minority, whoo, you would have been in trouble. You'd have been canceled. Remember that girl in New York? Well, I didn't have to follow him anywhere. I didn't. Nothing happened. But I'm just saying, I just thought... And he was a white guy, by the way. But I thought he had my phone. Like, how could he not have my phone? And he just answered it so flippantly, like, yeah, search the whole place. Nope. I'm out of here. See you. Maybe he bolted. Maybe he had an emergency. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, there's my phone. Fuck. (laughs) When I got my hands on that phone, I am clinging so tightly to my phone now. Oh, Oh, my God. Gross. Oh, yeah, there's poop articles on that phone. Some yeah. other dudes. Ugh. Drew, how much of the coronation did you watch? I didn't watch much of the coronation. I did see I a didn't lot watch of highlights. I saw a lot second. of stuff on Twitter. I watched I just, a lot of it. We just had it on. I personally thought it was... Well, first of all, what I watched, I found myself saying, I can't believe this is still going on. I can't believe they're even doing this. I mean, they, they should have just man. said, they should have just said, you know what? Charles is the king, okay? Just take our word for it. Well, they love it. Most most it's people tradition, like Mark said, people like tradition. It's a, well, first off, it's it's a re, the coronation is a religious ceremony, which I had no idea. I did not well, know that it was this whole thing where you know Mumsy died and they <gasps> put all the crown jewels and all the, the artifacts on the altar to quote return it to God, and then he is finally God decides, okay, now you can have it, King Charles. No, I mean, it's, it's just it's, it's just really is, antiquated, but you know it's people just like so God's like. Don't drag me into this. It just feels so out of place, so out of date. And and plus, I look at the family and I go, these people are idiots. I know. <laughs> How can this guy be so fucking important? He's an idiot. I did love the fact that Harry had to sit in the same row as Andrew. I know. And, oh. and Harry was and blocked by that hat. Yes, his <laughs> aunt's hat. Princess yeah. Anne looked badass. That's a cool outfit, man. Um, Actually, I thought Harry looked pretty good. I liked his suit. I just, all those robes like Andrew and, and, and Charles had to wear. Do they just have like mesh shorts on underneath, like a tank top? Probably. That, really, that really looks like punished. See, I would feel punished. Be uncomfortable. If I was forced to wear that, I would feel punished. And they made it such a big deal about how it's been modernized from three hours. Oh, yeah, it was so modernized. To, to two hours. And I'm like, well, God, so if I was Will, when it's my turn, I'll just make it like a half hour. Let's just fly through this. I got shit to do. Anything involving anointing a king it's is stupid. not modern. No, it's, it's really not modern s- at all. It's really silly. But they had that black choir. I don't know if you saw that black I choir. I did, yeah. So which, that was cool which, to be inclusive. We were watching kind of laughing because as they're singing, the shots are all these really old, foppish white people behind them with the biggest look of confusion on their face. There was one girl in particular between them. It's just like, what is this? What's going on right now? They busted Meghan Markle, who snuck in. Oh, yeah. No, that guy was too hot to be Meghan Markle. <laughs> there was this weird-looking dude, and it looked like he had an obvious wig on, and he had glasses, and everybody that was even just start? speculating that this is Meghan Markle. And it, like people were jumping on it like it was legit. There's an actual story about her being uh, in disguise. Oh, he's, he's Absurd. To, is that Andrew Lloyd Webber he's sitting next to? Who's that guy? That's Andrew Lloyd Webber. Andrew next Lloyd to that, Webber. He is next to that guy. Andrew Who is Lloyd that Webber, guy? Who is not... <laughs> Andrew Lloyd Webber, whose face makes some pretty interesting 
faces. <laughs> what, right, what are we? His face looks so he's weird. Very, he's very expressive. He's <laughs> very expressive. That's what through, I was trying through to music say. and through his face. I, I'm really mad that we didn't do the math before the coronation. But did you see Harry's time travel stuff? Yeah. So he left after the coronation. You know, he just bolted after the ceremony at three. He couldn't two. get out of there fast enough. And he made the flight. His flight took off at three forty-five. Mm-hmm. Landed in Los Angeles at six fifty-five p.m. And then Montecito from LAX is ninety minutes. So he was going to no birthday party. And they said he wanted to be back to tuck Archie into bed. I'm like, why Fuck don't you, you stay with your oh, family come and come back and then wake him up in the morning and make him breakfast or something? Yeah, no, he that even is remember so, you coming in and kissing him on the head. That no, is so it's, dumb. It's bullshit. It's, but it's all I guess, bullshit. Is the reason for that because it's illegal to have a birthday party in the UK, correct? <laughs> <laughs> it's against the law? Coronation <laughs> day, yes. You couldn't possibly, I mean, well, they're, they're not resourceful people. They couldn't possibly put together a birthday party. All birthdays were canceled yeah, for the coronation. Oh, Are you fucking kidding me? And then Megan actually said, according to the story today, that um, it would have been inauthentic to be at the coronation on my son's birthday and Miss Archie's birthday. Why would you have to miss his birthday? You never. What a well, stupid thing to say. And then she points out that, oh, yeah, we had a lot of celebrity guests over, which is like, oh, yeah, four-year-olds love celebrity yeah. guests. Yeah. They just love being around Hello, celebrities on their birthday. How old is, how old is, how old is Archie? Four. How old is Louie? Louis like six, I think. Because Louis managed seven? to uh, show up for that stupid coronation. He had Do you no hear Louis a Led Zeppelin fan and an ACDC fan? Is he really? That's what his dad said. He, really? also, he also had to leave during the ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> you know why? Because he's six and he's bored. He's but only five. I got to say, I was really amazed. You know, all those people were just jammed into Westminster an hour before the king even left Buckingham Palace. And so they're sitting there, oh God, bored boring. out of their fucking mind, having small talk with the people next to them, and yet not one person was on their phone, so they weren't allowed to use phones. Oh, I, I would have expected before the king got there, oh, everyone would just be on their phones. Yeah. And that, you know, I, we, I kept pointing out to my girls, I'm like, huh, look, uh, Princess Charlotte and uh, Louis and the whatever the other one, George, they don't have iPads. They're not bored. <laughs> Oh, they were bored. They were so bored. They no, caught, I know. They but caught the, Louis yawning like a hundred times. But the idea that they didn't—they don't need anything to entertain them because they're just sitting there listening and being bored like kids are supposed to be sometimes. But who says? Oh, it would have been inauthentic to go to the coronation of Miss Archie's birthday. Inauthentic? Is there anything more inauthentic than Meghan Markle? Get the fuck out of here. Well, she had way, some support with that statement because uh, Thomas said that he agreed that she should not have. She should yeah. not have gone. Be, no, I agree with him, too. I agree not, with him. But only because of how she's treated the royal. Yeah, she's yeah. not a welcome. And Charles there. was up. He was up all night watching it. Early in the morning, he was watching it. He oh, Thomas. Was there was, for the yeah. whole thing, yeah. Thomas. And and Archie's birthday party, what a fucking bore. Makeup mogul Victoria Jackson was there. 65. A 65-year-old woman. And Dora, her mom, was there. Ugh. Boring! Didn't he, that kid doesn't have any friends? No, of course not. No. She also... Um, it featured a lemon cake baked using fruit from their she garden. She did not bake. That's such like, a lie. That is the most, such bullshit. That is the most elitist line, though, using fruit from their own garden. What a crock of shit. <laughs> <laughs> she did not cook the lemon cake. I mean, Fuck well, you, Marvel. she did, I bet you it tasted like shit. <laughs> she probably just bought one and told everybody, yeah, this is from fruit from our But own. how could you yeah, act like... Whore. What a beautiful birthday party for my four-year-old with all these celebrity guests I had. Isn't that great? What a birthday... No. That's not fun for a four-year-old. I wonder if they released photos so we can see how bored that kid was. I think it was a 
maybe a picture of Markle and her mom or something. Mm, cool. You guys want to come to Millie's first birthday party in a couple months? No? Yeah, I would. No, you wouldn't. Why not? Do you want? It's yeah. not How about you, fun Drew? for Millie. Wouldn't I'm, she rather have one-year-olds who are there? I think she wants Eli Zara to be there. Why not? I'm going to invite him, too. It's fun. Everybody loves a birthday party. Brandon, you should have celebrities come. Celebrities are the best for little kids' birthdays. That's what I was thinking. Because celebrities aren't stuck on themselves I'm at all. I'm going to invite Darren McCarty to my daughter's first yeah. birthday party. King Charles toasted uh, Archie, by the way, wherever you are. Whoa, that's great. <laughs> that was that's funny. awesome. Oh, I go through he, this. He gave him a happy birthday. About every 10 years I go through this, though, where I look at the idiot royal family, and yeah, I can't stupid. believe people pretend they're special. They're not special. I mean, they're rich. They're not at all special. Like any other rich people. They have a lineage. They, they don't they even go, earn it. They can go back on their lineage so far. So I, I, what? It's, a, it's a straight line. I can go to my grandparents, and that's it. <laughs> they're no different than the friend of mine who inherited his dad's business. Exactly. They're no different. Exactly. Except they represent a whole country. Are you saying he should be Prince Jim's, Jim Ursay? Um, no. I, no, he shouldn't be Prince. He shouldn't be royalty. It's, there's no difference. Except that actually he probably runs the Colts better than they do what they do. <laughs> Are you saying the royal family needs to own an NFL I mean, franchise? They've had their problems. No, that's just, that just seems so stupid to me. I just can't even believe. But I guess people love the pageantry. Yeah, or enough people love their the mascots. Country. I don't I, appreciate. Yeah, you know who said it best? Donald Trump said it best when he said, "Hey, it's something that the whole country rallies around. It's something that unifies the whole country." Donald now, Trump, not the whole cool. country, just uh, just you know, the younger people apparently don't like him. But there is some truth to that. I mean, I'm not a pageantry rant. person. I'm not a pomp person or a circumstance person. I just well, it's a clown like show. It. It's a circus, man. Yeah. Look at all the great stories we've gotten out of the royal family. Uh, no. No, I agree no, with you. I mean, they're just like any other good TV. Up family. We've supported many a tabloids. Yeah, we got some good TV series out of it. That was a good. Uh, that was a good series. I did enjoy a lot of that. The Crown. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you were talking about the uh, the inclusive nature and the modern nature, <laughs> oh, it was so modern! My God, that was I couldn't keep up with it. It was so modern. Um, <laughs> I saw Richard Dreyfus was trending on Twitter. I'm like, what is? Did he die or something? Nope. Which I, I hate when old people trend on Twitter because you go, oh my God, he's dead. And of course, in Vita Blue's case, he was. Mm-hmm. And somebody else, oh, Bob Seger was trending. Oh my God, Bob Seger! And he was 78. It was his birthday. But Richard Dreyfus is all pissed about. To be nominated for Best Picture now, you have to uh, you have to reach all the new inclusivity standards. Mm-hmm. And he said it makes him vomit mm-hmm. because. Uh, so they asked him what he thinks of it, and he said they make me vomit. Defending his total rejection of the concept, he said, because it's an art form, it's also a form of commerce, okay. and it makes money, but it's an art, and no one should be telling me, as an artist, that I have to give it the latest, most current idea of what morality is. He's right. He's right. But then again, are you doing art to win the Oscar there, Richard? I mean, that's... Who cares Who cares about... If you're a real artist, do you care about the award? Well, he... But if whoever is paying for the movie wants it to be nominated, sure. potentially, they have to live with that. So... Mm-hmm. I have to continue claiming such guidelines stifle creativity and risk. And what are we risking? Are we risking hurting people's feelings? You can't legislate that. You have to let life be life. Amen. First, he doesn't believe that any group in society should be given special treatment. And he said, I'm sorry, I don't think there's a minority or majority in the country that has to be catered to like that. Except for actors. 
But then he goes, he goes on. <laughs> I think he went a little overboard, though, because he oh, said... Lawrence Olivier. Yeah, Lawrence Olivier was the last white actor to play Othello, and he did it in 65, and he did it in blackface, and he played a black man brilliantly! <laughs> he conveyed his point with a few rhetorical questions, asking, am I being told that I will never have a chance... Wait. Somebody, somebody please book him. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, anybody. I didn't realize how bad that blackface was, too. The Am I being one? told that I will never <laughs> have a chance to play a black man? Is somebody else being told that if they're not Jewish, they shouldn't play the Merchant of Venice? Are we crazy? Do we not know that art is art? This is so patronizing. It's so thoughtless and treating people like children. I mean, he's talking about the Oscar Awards rules. Right. There's a caveat there. You can make well, but a lot of people you can make anything he wants to make. A lot of people will follow the rules because they'll yeah, think no, they can be nominated. He's right about ninety eight percent of it. But when it comes down to it, it's just to be nominated for a, a stupid award. It's like oh, so that's why you do it. Yeah, but the rule is the rule, and if somebody's spending a lot of money in a movie, they will want to follow the rules so they will have a chance to be nominated. So he then has to live with it. And by the way, and he's very hurt. See Thomas Howell did. Blackface better. <laughs> Just saying. And more recently, what, did, Olivier, than... did Olivier look ridiculous? Oh my God, really bad. Let me see. Let me see Lawrence. Sir Lawrence, to you, Mister. These stage actors just never do it for me. What, a stage actor? You gotta be in a movie. Right. He looks I'm almost going, I'm not, blue. I'm not going to the stage. Yeah. I'm not gonna watch a play there he is. with stupid sets built by people like Thomas Markle. <laughs> the sets are always so stupid. They're so cheap. He looks ridiculous. He looks blue. Yeah. Yeah, he's that's not very good. Looks green there. I really get what they do. Is his hair look like that normally? Do they put a little fro wig on him? <laughs> Just a huge fro. <laughs> it's not his hair, is it? It's not. No, it's styled very differently. Put it out, Olivier. Cancel him. Dig him up and cancel him. <laughs> is he alive? He's not alive, right? Isn't he like 300 years old? How old is Sir Lawrence Olivier? I can't believe he's alive. I remember when there was brief uproar because Patrick Stewart was doing a play where he played Othello, and people were like, wait, wait, what? That's not right. And then they found out, oh, he's doing a reverse thing where everybody in the cast is African-American. He's the only white guy. So they quickly jumped off that, and they were like, they weren't mad at him anymore. What did, were people, was there... A demand for people to see it. I want to see Othello with just one white guy. It was, it was one of the things where people just read the headline where Patrick Stewart is playing Othello, and they just reacted to the headline. And then once they dug in, they found out that it was just a different, you know, art form, and they were going to swap all the ethnicities. Then they were cool with it. Stupid question. Othello was black. I thought he was Arabic. No, uh, anybody? No. Um, well, all the movies I've seen him in, he's been. African-American. By the way, uh, Lawrence Olivier uh, died in 1989. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard his name said in a lot. It was the first time I've heard his name in so long. I, have I even seen a movie with him? Is I mean, he, he in, in a fucking movie or is he just doing plays oh, all the time? Oh, he's been in movies, hasn't he? I'm not going to see people do school plays on Broadway. School, Boring. School plays on Broadway? <laughs> Pretty much what it is. Oh my gosh, he's even on television. No! He was in Hamlet. <laughs> And Spartacus. Um, let's see. And that reminded me of the oh oh Marathon Man. That's right. Yeah, Marathon Man. Marathon Man. What's the question he kept asking? Oh was the dentist pulling his teeth out? He's pulling uh, Dustin Hoffman's teeth out. Wait, what is he? He's asking him some crazy question. He like, he was also Zeus in the original Clash of the Titans, featuring Harry Hamlin, who I had the action figure of. Bloop. 
great movie. The original Clash of the Titans. You gotta find out what that Dennis so says. Good. What does the Dennis say in Marathon Man? I have to know that. What? Because he's trying to get something out of him that he doesn't know. What does the dentist There's a gif of it. say? Yeah. In, what is it? Is it safe? <laughs> That's right. Is it safe? Yeah. <laughs> is it safe? <laughs> is it safe? Is it safe? Yes, it's safe. It's very safe. So safe you wouldn't believe it. <laughs> so safe you wouldn't believe it. He's is like, it safe? That's like the la- that's like the nine thousandth time he's been asked. No, it's not safe. It's very dangerous. Be careful. He's getting a few of his teeth out. Kind of sucks. Uh-oh. I have a fear of dentists, man. I don't want to see this. Seriously? Yeah, I do. It's safe, Brandon. He just said so. But is it? Yeah, look at it. It's totally safe. Open up, Dustin. Oh, I hate dentistry. Oh. I'm closing his mouth. <laughs> it's safe. Open up. Oh. Open up. Oh. That hurt? Uh-huh. No. I should think it would. should take better care of your teeth. You have a... No, God, I don't want to watch this. Yeah, no. me neither. Turn this ah! off. Is it safe? Uh, the the uh, Dreyfus thing, though, reminded me of the, the California story about the... The reparations panel, which approved reparations up to 1.2 million for each of uh, each black resident in California, compensation for slavery and discrimination, and the state would also apologize for generations of harm caused by slavery. Which you know, I don't understand. Why are people apologizing to people that weren't didn't have the experience? That just always seems weird to me. Like, didn't Clinton apologize for the atom bomb? No, he never did. People wanted him. Yeah, that was like a urban legend that he did. Okay. Uh, so anyway, the activists were complaining that it was not nearly enough money. In fact, I say the story, Brandon, there's a, there's a guy, uh, I think he's a religious guy, a preacher or a father or something. And he just demanding direct payments of $200 million. $200 million. $200 million. Please. Did you get the story? I'm looking for it right now. Okay. And then, um... (laughs) Some of the residents, this is the incredible thing. They're going, okay, so if the state were to come up with an amount, uh, and I don't think $1.2 million is enough, um, I just want to to be known. Okay, well, we'll listen to this guy. He says, equivocal does, number does not like $1.2 million at all. From 1860s for 40 acres today is $200 million. Depends on where. Yeah. For each and every African American, you're not supposed to be afraid. You're not supposed. I don't think there's to be enough afraid. money to do that. You're just supposed to tell the truth. I think that you're might be too much. You're not supposed to be the gatekeepers. You're supposed to. Doesn't seem like a lot of money for every person. I don't think that's going to happen. That's going to be a um, lot of millions. I'm just saying. I mean, does anybody want to point out to the guy that the U.S. government never did the 40 acres of mule? <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I don't that, think so. That they broke that I don't think promise. they want to argue with him. But anyway, they were talking to people, and other people were complaining because they were saying, well, you know, even if I get the, the $1.2 million, which they were not necessarily agreeing was enough, they were saying that that does not mean things are equal or that this is over. And I'm like, well, then if you're... Paying a, 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 like a settlement, 
I mean, there seems to me there's got to be some agreement that this is to make up for this. And then but then it's like, no, that doesn't make up for that. That's not enough. You can't. We're still going to continue to have a lot of problems with everything you're doing. <laughs> so I thought, well, that doesn't work very well. It's, if it's, especially if it's $1.2 million, you're going to instantly make someone a millionaire. And they're going to tell you that that's really just uh, that's a start. I think that guy's gonna. I don't think that's a very good deal. If that guy got the money, I think the first thing he would do is get some hair plugs. Ooh. What? What happened? Ouch! Did you notice how giant his forehead was? Yeah, Just he saying. had a fire. <laughs> Just saying. And then um, one lady was complaining that it should start at five million dollars, just like San Francisco. Because San Francisco wants to do five million dollars per person. Plus, she didn't even mention the ninety-seven thousand dollars a year, plus the property for one dollar. And this is this seems does not seem like time well spent because I just don't think these numbers are going to add up. I always give the forty acres to that guy, just in the middle of nowhere. Um, and then uh, the other the other quote that cracked me up was one million dollars is just another injustice. <laughs> what? Hmm. So we're going to pay one million dollars and it's be called another injustice? That doesn't seem like this. Is going along very successfully. Not to mention that if they oh, did, the, I, I like money. If they did the program they were talking about, it would cost two and a half times the annual budget for the entire state of California. Wow. So there's really no way. Oh, it's there's not, no way to pay for it. Not possible. Um, Brandon, are you on the the Trump video? I love. <laughs> the Trump, yeah. video. Trump. I don't think he liked the lawyer that was deposing him in the E. Jean Carroll rape case because he pretty much told her that you know what you're a pretty good example of not being my first choice and what that would look like. So this all because you wouldn't be my first choice. <laughs> this all stems from this drop right here. Believe, Believe me, she would, would not, not be, be my, my first, first choice, choice that I can tell. People were so excited to hear that on ABC News on mm -hmm. Wednesday night. Mm -hmm. And in the news story. And because of that drop, who the lawyer must be listening to our show because she heard that drop, she decided to ask this during the deposition, which has been fully released. When you said in that video that Ms. Leeds would not be your first choice, <laughs> you were referring to her physical looks, correct? Just the overall. Not, I, I look at her, I see her, I hear what she says. Whatever. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not insulted. I would not, I hope you're not under insulted. any circumstances have any interest in you. I'm be, I'm honest when I say it. Uh, she I would not have any interest in. When you so said in that video, not a bad defense, I guess. <laughs> that, once again, when he says things that everybody thinks, that's when they're like, Oh yeah, no, I love Trump. There was no, but there was really no reason to say that to the attorney that was questioning him. I mean, I, I, it's funny that he says, play it again. Because he says, like, I don't you wouldn't be personally. a personally. mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not insulted. <laughs> when you said in that video that Ms. Leeds would not be your first choice, you were referring to her physical looks, correct? Just the overall. Not, I, I look at her, I see her. Her tits, I her ass, hear her face. What she says, whatever. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not insulted. I would not under any circumstances have any interest in you. <laughs> I'm, be, I'm honest when I say it. She, I would not have any interest If you in. were the last woman on the earth, I wouldn't fuck you. There's no way. I'd just be too gross. I'd he basically be broke up with her before she could offer yeah, just she like did. you did. did. I know. I appreciate that. Now, how, how did people respond to this? 
Ah, uh, mostly a lot of comments under there. <laughs> mostly people laughing. I mean, the only people keep posting the one picture of her, the one picture. She's when really she's pretty. Younger. I mean, when she was allegedly on that plane with him, she was very pretty, very pretty. She's not. I mean, she's really a lot older now. And I mean, it's really just memes. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> responded. Gosh, I bet she was crushed. Right. Let me see some comments. Let's see. This dude shot himself in the foot. I told you he likes to. Talk like a first grader. Um, uh, what drug is he taking now? This is almost as funny as his daily coronavirus press conference. Oh, I thought it was a lot funnier. Trump, go away. It's rough to give an honest answer to so many that prefer to live as victims. Who are the real victims? Ooh, that's heavy. This is pure gold. And that's what I, I look at it as just drop worthy. <laughs> it's just so... And why? There's just really no need to bring the attorney into it. But well, you know, he's proving what, the case. You're right? so mad at the attorney. I mean, he hates this woman questioning him about this thing he says never happened, whether it happened or not. I have no idea. I so, really don't know. I couldn't figure this out because it's clearly a, a civil trial. I didn't mm -hmm. realize it's a defamation trial. So well, it's, it's two though, questions. isn't it? Two trials because she's saying if she he's defaming her by saying it didn't happen. Yeah, I don't know. So it has to have happened for him to be defaming her. Yeah. I don't understand it. Um, do you think that he uh, tried to get it on with her in a Bergdorf, uh, what's it, Bergdorf's dressing room? Yeah. Um, Brandon? Mm, kind of do. I don't know. Kind of. I mean, in the 80s. I don't 80s, know if he fingered her, but. In the 80s, he was a, he was a hot shot, and he was a playboy. <sighs> and I don't believe him all the time. I think he does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he does well, lies. It, would, it would be hard to believe that that uh, however many women there are, and there's, there's a been lot of so them. many accusations against him. Yeah, you know, kind of like Deshaun Watson, but you know, you know, it's funny. Uh, I usually criticize people for being this way, but it would be nice if are there conservatives that he's sexually assaulted to? It's, it can't be 27 people that are on the left, are they? Oh. oh, I don't know. Because, of course, they immediately, his attorneys were like, oh, look at all these posts this woman has. She can't stand him. And they read all these negative posts about Trump. Um, I, I don't. Well, you might just not seems like, like a, him. If that happened to him, you might not like him now, right? I mean, I well, don't know how I, she felt about him before. But I don't think they, they like his politics. Both women despise his politics. And now, I don't know about the other 25 women who, because there's a lot of women who say that he's well, done thankfully, something. Thankfully, Wikipedia has a whole entry for his sexual misconduct <laughs> allegations. And it's really Wikipedia, long. Wikipedia has a category for everything. Um, yeah, I just, I'm trying to think of other ones that have, uh, that I recall off the top of my head. Oh, I'm sorry about that. E. Jean Carroll, in a way, it sounds like a story that'd be weird to make up. Bergdorf's, he's buying a gift for someone, she bumps into him, and they end up... She said she went into the dressing room, or the dressing area with him, which she regretted terribly. Oh, which I'm I guess sorry about he, that. Knowing him, he could have... Although, why would you go in there with him if you didn't want to do something? I mean, doesn't... Why would you go? That's right. Isn't that kind of weird? Why? why I'm, I'm sorry. What, she what went she in the clean? dressing room with him. Yeah. And she said, I don't know why I did that. I should not have did done that. Did she work there? Why was she even there? No, What's she just on? ran into him. Oh, she ran okay. into him on the street. And he said, oh, I'm buying a gift for somebody. Will you help me? Oh, and she's okay. like, oh, yeah, sure I will. And they go up and they're looking at stuff. And then I guess, I don't know, was he going to try something on or something? Or was he going to have her try it on because she's the sick? I think Maybe. most people think of rape as being sexy. <laughs> But she acted like she went in there with him yeah. and then said that she's, you know, forever felt regretful about that because then he attacked her in that room and he curved his finger inside her. And ah. Really hurt. 
and then uh, the part of the story, the only part of the story that I thought was she, absolutely weird was the first woman that testified beside her who said that she called her right after and explained what happened. He pulled down my tights. He pulled down my tights. And she said, he raped you. And she said, no, I don't want to call it rape. And she said, well, it was. It's rape. And then she said she was so upset, blah, blah, blah. And then she said she never talked to her about it again. Mm. And I thought, well, if someone called you right after something terrible like that happened, it seems to me you would discuss it again. Mm. If they were a good friend the next day or the next week or something. But um, that was the only thing I thought was odd in that story. The other one was Jessica Leeds. That's who they were talking about, who he said would not be my first choice. choice. And Jessica Leeds... She said this happened on an airplane and that she never told anyone. Which, uh, you know, I could, I could see someone not telling anyone, but it's just that most people find that to not work proving for it. an accusation. Yeah. It's hard to prove if you didn't. Although, you know, actually, when these things happen, you don't have text messages. Yep. You don't have, I mean, now it seems like it's really good for proving stuff like that because there's so much more information. Well, and everybody films. You wouldn't be a choice of mine either, to be honest with you. I hope you're not insulted. (laughs) How could someone not be insulted? I mean, if someone's talking to you who you have expressed no sexual interest in whatsoever, (laughs) and they say, I would not be at all interested in you, just just by the way, uh, I hope you're not insulted. Well, fuck, of course I'm insulted. Why why would you even say that? Circumstances have any interest in you. Hope you're not insulted. <laughs> what the fuck. Dick. Speaking of sexual assault, how's that? For oh, by the way, Eugene Carroll I, still had the same dress. Yeah, she saved his semen for 35 years. But it must not have been his semen because wouldn't we know that? I don't know if they they must not have tested it. She said it was getting tested. Then maybe we'll hear about it more later. Is the trial still going? I thought they were. I done. mean, that would judge be... rejected the Trump DNA in the Trump case. DNA offer. What's the offer? The DNA oh, they've off, sought his yeah. DNA for three years to compare it with stains found on the... Oh, I see. They have... Oh, right, right, right. Oh, they if it's a defamation Wait, trial. why wouldn't they just get a cup he throws away or something? Right. If they're that convinced. I mean, that would settle it right away. I'm sure one of his hairs blows in the wind and uh, they could pick that up, too. Uh, a, f- a fucking cup. Anything he touches. You can get in the courtroom. At the deposition. Well, <laughs> anyway, get it right there at the deposition when he's telling the lawyer that he wouldn't be. Do we know shooting. who the attorney is? By the way, I just want to see the attorney that would not be his first choice, and I hope you're not insulted. I want to see who he's talking to. Oh. <laughs> if it's one of those two ladies, then I believe him. I don't know. I don't see. These are the women that are accusing him. Well, I mean, she's the one asking the questions. I would think they would identify her. I, no, I don't see it anywhere. All right. well, can we figure out her lawyer's name? I think she has a few, but uh, whoever was asking the questions would... I can't believe they don't say who that is. Anyway, um, there was a poll today. Well, it's not a poll today. I think it was a couple days ago, but it is really... This is the weirdest poll. First of all, Trump and DeSantis would both beat Biden by almost the same amount if the election was today, according to this poll. Forty-nine. a lot about the job Biden's been doing. 49 to 42. Trump would beat DeSantis 42 to 20. Now, uh, Biden, by the way, loses big with independents. I mean, I think that as far as Democrats and Republicans, it's probably about what it normally would be. But with independents, Biden has fallen 
and that's really the difference maker. Biden's got a good thing going for him, though. He's got the unemployment down to record lows. Record lows. Yeah, but that just shows how misleading that can be. Well, the problem is people are experiencing inflation, and they're paying, you know, three or four hundred dollars more a month for the same thing they were buying two years ago. Mm-hmm. And if wages and, haven't increased, then yeah. Thirty-six um, percent of Democrats want Biden as the nominee. Now that that's that's almost impossible. Telling, that's yeah. incredible. Thirty-six percent of Democrats want Biden as a nominee. So why don't the Democrats get Surprise a better nominee? That high. <laughs> why do they? Why don't they get a better nominee? Because you don't challenge the incumbent unless you're RFK Jr. What, why are money. all the, what's what's with all the rules? Because it know, all depends on who's, do, who's what, giving any, money to whom. Does anyone want to do the right thing? No. Which would be to find the best person who's no. not eighty two. They just want to win. Uh, too old. 60% agree Biden is too old. 44% believe Trump is too old. Now, I personally believe that if there was no partisanship, that Biden number would be much higher. It'd have to be higher. Yeah. 60, 40% think, oh, no, he's the right age. He's just the right age. Or he's, he's fine. 56% think Trump should face charges related to January 6th. And that's, of course, very tilted with the left who, by a large majority, think that he should. But... Uh, more there's more people on the right who think he should face charges than people on the left who think he shouldn't face charges. So 56% it is. But of that 56%, 18% say they still would vote for Trump. No that's, more politics. That's how much people hate the other side. I mean, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. On the economy, Trump, uh, 56%. Biden gets a 36 so 20% difference on the economy. On the current economy, Biden has a 35% approval and a 60% disapproval. Um, and then Biden was interviewed also. He said he was doing a press conference, but he was confused <laughs> because he was actually doing an interview with MSNBC. In which, uh, I don't really know, did anybody see the interview? I didn't even see it. You see clips or anything? No. Mm-mm. Has it happened? Yeah. I just saw a couple stories about it. One was which he said, my son has done nothing wrong. That was the headline of the story. Lenient parent? Yeah. I mean, I would think that, um, you know, taking her... He did knock up a stripper at the very, very least. Taking her to court and refusing to ever see his child would be something wrong. Great. (laughs) That's not very nice. And pretending he's not his son or his grandson, I would say. You know, I have a feeling that... Um, this pretending this kid isn't his grandson, isn't it going to bite him in the ass at some point? Isn't someone going to ask him about that? Well, that's no why one's I, asked him. That's why what I, I don't like seeing this when they're talking about, hey, in 2024, we might not have debates. And I want to see those debates. I want to see the mud slinging and everything. Here's How that. could no reporter ask him about a grandson he's pretending not to have? I would think someone would ask him about that. First of all, my son's done nothing wrong. I trust him. I have faith in him. And it impacts my presidency by making me feel proud of him. I would not trust him. No. I think he'd be proud of me either. But uh, but that's his dad. I'm not going to speak to that from here. Who's that? That's the White House whenever they ask about oh, hunters. Yeah. I'm not going to speak to that from here. They just, they're silent about it, which is a good strategy on their end because yeah. it doesn't look good. Well, you can just kind of put it off, put it off, put it off. But it seems like at some point someone, in fact, in the story where he said my son has done nothing wrong, they referenced that some reporters off the record, they wouldn't even say who they were, said that they felt if they did ask him that he would blow his stack. 
gross. Yeah, I, I don't. Well, he has a legendary temper, but only certain things make him very mad. And they were kind of implying that, well, he would really get mad if you asked that. But he won't be mad at Hunter. There's no answer. What is he going to say? Because it's not my grandchild. <laughs> I'm not going to speak <laughs> to that. Nothing you can say. Um, hey, there's a great story today about Olivia Dunn, who is making news for all the right reasons. She is in a cowgirl outfit. And she is sending doing gymnastics. She is sending temperatures soaring. Is she doing gymnastics? No, she's what? just in a cowgirl I outfit. Thought she was just an athlete. <laughs> it's so dumb. She said she was just an athlete. Yeah, no, I know, and she does. She doesn't understand why these people, you know, write these terrible comments. I saw that too, and it was interesting because I, you never, I never really read about her. I always see her because we know about her big boner army. And I saw GMA did that big story about her where they pretended that it was all about gymnastics, et cetera, et cetera. She pretends it's all about gymnastics. She does. She has to know better than that. I mean, like, come on. Yeah. She wouldn't flaunt it the way she does. No, I mean, yeah, she wouldn't. It's her moneymaker. She, she wouldn't put in pictures that weren't of her doing gymnastics. In, in the story, though, the story's really about that she's on the cover of Sports Illustrated, which to me she's is so. Cover? Yeah, she's on the cover. Yeah. God. It's like, why? She's in pictures all Why? the time Why? to sell the magazine. Yeah, because she's so hot and her but boner army. You can will see her those. picture anywhere. Yeah, but you can't. But you these know, are new ones to beat, beat off to. It. But you can see better ones to beat off to on her Instagram. But these are new ones to beat out to. Off Some to. people just like doing it the classic way, Drew. I guess. <laughs> what? Um, she did look cute in that little cowgirl outfit. She's I will ador- say. She's so hot. She is really cute. And when she doesn't make, like, the Olympic gymnastics, she will transition this to full-time influencer, and then she'll probably be interviewing people on red carpets one day. She's that hot. She'll have a reality show. Maybe. The funny thing about her, well, she doesn't really need that stuff. As long as she has all these millions and millions of followers, she can just run ads on her Instagram. Yeah, but that's still more money. And that is also limiting. Like, once you reach a certain age, they move on to the next boner army. Well, it's, it's funny that uh, reading stories about her is really funny because, first of all, people view them much differently than when you're just on her page. It's all about, oh, I'd like to, I'm to clog my toilet. Oh, my, oh my God, gorgeous. Let's do fire things Smoke to show. Please get in. Believe me, you. she would not be my first choice that I can tell. So in the story, she got pounded in the comments for saying, social media is really hard. Oh, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> and some asshole said... She is not a star gymnast. And then points out that, that she's me? never she never finished higher than fifth in the nationals. There's some expert on gymnastics, I guess. Gives a shit. Will you marry me? Ring emoji, please. Oh my god. I was surprised too how many women are aware of her and what she does, and they just really think it's stupid. Stupid as I think it's stupid. I mean, I don't, if you can make money doing this, I don't know. Of do course it. you might do it. Don't pretend it's something it's not, but do it by <laughs> all at, means. Yeah. Look at Paul. Look at, look at Paul, this guy. <laughs> Paul Rankerdale. fat slob. Hey, love baby. You, baby. I love you, baby sexy. And just the slob. Oh, God. Um, and this woman, she complains about rude comments, but is she too naive to see what she's doing on social media is exactly what they're saying she's doing? I wish... It doesn't get any more vain than this girl. I wish I could smell so your pillows. How about doing something productive and less provocative with your free time? <laughs> Cheese Man well, Beta. It is productive, though. Cheese Man Beta says, fart on my face, baby. <laughs> fart on it. <laughs> mm. 
I don't want to smell her farts. I want to smell those pillows. You're gorgeous. Oh, sweater pillows. People kept saying, some asshole kept saying that. In the well, she's in this picture. She's on pillows. and I want to smell them pillows. Gross. I have a business proposal for you. Hit me up ASAP. Yeah, right. Please. <laughs> I'm sure it's a great proposal. Please contact me. Somebody said, this fad of dancing for the camera has got to stop. And I, I agree. I'm so sick of seeing people dancing for their stupid phone to a fake song and lip syncing. Why is that? How, that would seem like it would go out so fast. Can you go to Hoko with me next year, please? Please. Homecoming? There, yeah. That thing about that's about, a cute picture right there. Yeah, of her ass. <laughs> oh, whoa. Yeah. It's all about her body, man. Yeah, I think she knows what she's People doing. People love her. Please spit on me. Oh. Spit on me? Oh, God. Jesus. They love her. Um, we are regressing. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, yeah, good to see her getting uh, publicity and... For her many talents in different places, just for putting on a cowboy outfit. That's really cute. Boner Army, assemble. Yeah. Um, and then Jordan Neely, uh, this has really been a big story and will be. And this, this story, it's such a weird story to me because I just, I guess I get irritated when I see all these people protesting and fighting with the police who are just trying to sort of keep the subway running. Oh, yeah, the subway story. Because nobody gives a fuck about this guy, Jordan Neely, when he gets arrested 44 times. His father had talked to him four years. The last time he talked to him was when Jordan wrote him a letter in prison. His mother was murdered when he was 14. It's a, it's a pretty tragic story, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, the people on the subway, it sounds to me, a lot of people that take the subway are very scared of people like this. And... I'm People, surprised there's not more video of it. There's just that I last, am too. the last three and a half minutes. Yeah. Um, you know, there's witness statements saying that the guy, what do you have him for 15 minutes? And it's predicted he's been named, the uh, the guy who choked Of him. course. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, he came forth, right? He put it out there with his lawyer statement. Yeah. Now, his claim, and there are a couple witnesses that back him up, is that uh, Dan, uh, Jordan Neely said he was was yelling, I'm hungry, I'm thirsty. He threw his jacket down on the ground and then said, I'm tired, I don't care if I go to jail and get locked up, I'm ready to die. And people started moving away from him out of fear, mm-hmm. moving to the other seats. And I guess Daniel Penny had his back to Jordan Neely and Jordan Neely grabbed him. And upon that, they said, the next thing I knew, they were both on the ground. Like, I think Daniel Penny just reacted like, fuck you, and took him down. And then Penny was trying to restrain him with a chokehold while two other guys were trying to hold his arms. And That's when the video kicks in, yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I think most of the people on the train probably like that someone is keeping them or trying to keep them safe, but as far as... If you're a Marine and you know these chokeholds and things, I would think you would know how far you can go or can't go. One of the stories said that the guy filming was telling him, like, uh, he's defecated himself. Well, that's at the very end when he defecates. Yeah, he just took a shit, dude. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to kill him and get a murder rap or something like that. It's one of the last guys that 
that says anything. Yeah. But it sounded like no one really said anything for a long time. And this went on for a long time, too. And there was a lot of struggling. Because I think when you get someone like that, they don't want to be in any kind of hold. They don't want to be restrained. No, it's almost, I think Jim said it on Thursday. You're, you're fighting for your life at that point. Yeah, except I think if he stopped fighting, he probably would have stopped trying to restrain him. He would have just kept him in place or tried to keep him in place. I mean, Daniel Penny, I don't think Daniel Penny wanted to murder him. I don't think so either. No, um, but and, I mean, isn't this going to end up being one of the involuntary manslaughter? It depends on, on how big the protests get, Mark. That's what well, I really, not, truly not think. Not necessarily, but... Oh, well, that'll play a Still role. Still going to charge him with something. I mean, not gonna Daniel Penny up. being white and this guy being black That's is going story. to make Daniel Penny's life much more difficult. I mean, there's going to be a lot of pressure. Um, I just don't think well, Daniel at least, Penny... At, at least everybody's a, waiting for, you know, all the uh, evidence to come oh, out. Of course, so. always. No, people are so patient about that. They arrested a bunch of people today because they were uh, blocking the subway. It's, once again, well, you don't protest the and point? block traffic. Well, I don't, what do they want done? They just want him to take him in, whether there's going to be a charge or not, and just Justice, put him in jail. Yeah. People, fuck, who are these people? By the way, by the, it's way? the I weekend. So, by the way, these people never gave a fuck about him or any other homeless person down there. No one is doing anything to help these people. And as far as the police, we're the fucking police. Uh, Adam said we're going to be omnipresent on the subways because there were multiple deaths on yeah. the sub at the subway. In 2022, in fact, uh, two people were thrown in front of trains and killed. Yeah. So there's a lot of sensitivity about this. Not, I mean, these protesters don't, they just think he's a Michael Jackson impersonator and he makes people not happy. A, not a very good one, by the way. Um, he had his moments. He did moonwalk really? pretty well, I thought. I didn't like him. Yeah, I, I don't I think just, he needs to be murdered for uh, being a bad Michael Jackson impersonator. But. I, I really don't believe this guy intended to murder him uh, and, and I don't think he's a vigilante either I've never they're not aware of him ever doing this before where he just attacks homeless people and restrains them I don't yeah uh, but they love the word vigilante and of course Bernard Getz was interviewed and Bernard Getz was that I thought Bernard Getz would be dead. more sympathetic what's that I thought Bernard Getz was dead I didn't know he's still out and about no he was I think the New York Post talked to him yeah he's 75 Ugh. but okay let me hear what Bernard Getz said Bernard Getz was robbed. Was that in the subway? Mm-hmm. And Bernard Getz uh, shot all four people. Four guys mm-hmm. were robbing him. He shot them all four, and I think he went to jail for six months because he, he killed four people. Then he became the Joker. Or did he kill them all? Or did he... Bernard Getz, American Vigilante, rose to national fame, and he shot four African Americans in the New York City subway in 1984. They, they all survived. They did. Yeah, one, Unlike the Joker. One is, uh, was paralyzed and has brain damage. He earned a bachelor's degree from electrical and nuclear engineering from New York City, New York University in 69. He was working in an electronics business. He'd established in his apartment when he was mugged for a second time in 1981, after which he began carrying a concealed handgun despite having no permit to do so. On the afternoon of December 22, 1984, Bernard Getz shot Barry Allen, Darrell, KB, Troy Canty, and James Ramsey while riding the number two train in New York City. This began when Candy asked how Getz was doing. Getz interpreted the inquiry as a prelude to a mugging. Candy then approached Getz and asked for money. Getz produced a 38 caliber handgun and shot the four youths. Getz later stated he shot KB a second time after saying, You seem to be all right. Here's another. Oh, Jesus. The shot severed KB's spinal cord, resulted in his paralysis. The conductor heard the shots, engaged the emergency brake, bringing the train to a stop. Getz stepped from the train, disappeared in the subway tunnel after briefly checking on two nearby passengers. 
Reports indicated the youths had three screwdrivers in their possession. Getz surrendered in December 31st, 1984. Grand jury was convened. He was indicted on three counts of illegal weapons possession. Grand jury failed to return an indictment on the more serious charge facing Getz, including attempted murder and assault. The favorable public opinion enjoyed immediately following the shooting began to wane and political pressures increased. As a result, the case was brought to a second grand jury. He was indicted on 13 charges ranging from illegal weapons to attempted murder. Prior to the start of the trial in spring of 87, a significant portion of the indictment was dismissed by a state Supreme Court judge due to instructions to the grand jury associated with the reasonable person standard for self-defense. Getz lawyer was able to successfully argue a claim of self-defense. New York law allows deadly force and self-defense to thwart an attempted robbery. The four men did not show the screwdrivers to him, although he claimed that one of the men had his hand in his pocket and there appeared to be an unidentified object. And the defense centered on Getz's belief of impending physical harm if he did not comply with their demands for money. That's a little more than I wanted to know, but let's see. Getz. I didn't know that. Did you know he filed a defamation suit against KB? He did? Yeah, it was thrown out. He also filed a defamation suit against a guy that wrote a book about him saying that it, it hurt his good name, reputation, and public standing. His ten, good, ten, year, ten years after he shot the people. That was also, he lost that one, too. Yeah, he was, um, he was a pretty wild guy. Okay. So what's he saying about this new one? He is saying, U.S. Marine who killed homeless subway rider Jordan Neely has got to pay! Infamous subway vigilante Bernard Getz sarcastically told, sarcastically? He killed Michael Jackson, Getz said, referring to Neely's performances. In he got to pay. There's no Getz out there making jokes. No kidding. Oh, Asked if he was a fan of Michael Jackson or Neely's impersonations, Getz bizarrely quipped, I think Michael Jackson, tattoos, piercings, and cocaine all suck equally. What? This guy it's should just still be put away. Fucking around. Is he, yeah. allowed to is he allowed to ride the subway? Or is there no subways for you anymore, Bernard? <laughs> I don't think he wants to ride the subway. What? I mean, he he was wasn't he found not guilty? Well, guilty of one, but not of the other. He went to jail for six months. I thought. Well, that's didn't he go to spend a short time in prison? They based. Oh, Al Sharpton, of course, jumps all of us. Thirty years ago, I fought the Bernard Getz case, and we cannot end up back to a place where vigilante is toler vigilantism is tolerable. Well, I got to tell you, the I cannot believe the police in fifteen minutes. Cannot get, and that doesn't make it That's okay that the guy no, died, but I, d I don't understand it. Speaking of uh, Al Sharpton, somebody who uh, sent this to the boner line, 20966 boner, re in regards to our Morton Downey Jr. discussion. Yeah. Here's uh, somebody sent us, this is one of my favorite ones for Morton Downey Jr., and it <laughs> involves Roy Innes and Al Sharpton. Let me state now, let's deal with the facts. Let's go to the record. Tonight, we want to deal with the records and the facts. Please do it. On this program, your program, you heard me, you have me on tape defending this man. Defending El Sharpton. Recently, even after the shenanigans with him and the other That's soldiers. a lot of crap. No, no, brother, man, you have your crap. chance. That's a lot of crap. Brother, and I got brother, brother, I got it. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> over. This is fat. Oh, hell's breaking loose. Oh, my God, everybody's out there. The stagehands are out there. It's a fracas. It was. Fat L. Sharpton goes down. Yeah, that was around. That was, that was just after Tawana Brawley, I think. Yeah, which I which, think is the shenanigans he was talking about. Yeah, I, I don't think 
people today have any idea where Al Sharpton came from, which was Tawana Brawley, who claimed that she'd been raped by a cop, or four cops, or six cops, or I don't even remember, and they raised all this money for the family. You know, kind of like a GoFundMe. I mean, people didn't do stuff like that back then, but she had Al Sharpton demanding justice. Well, then they found out that, oh, she was late getting home, and she rolled around in feces... Uh, and then said she was raped by a cop, and it was all a big fake story. A Penn State student should have done that. Should have rolled around in feces. Absolutely. Rolled so around in feces. Then Al Sharpton said, no, 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 that's not what happened at all. She was raped by the prosecutor. And they actually started suggesting that the prosecutor had raped her. And the prosecutor had people protesting outside his house. It might have been the assistant prosecutor at the time. This went on for a long time. I mean, this guy's getting threatened and protests at his house and just this crazy fucking situation. So he sued Al Sharpton for defamation and won $369,000, which Al Sharpton refused to pay. And actually, you know what? A GoFundMe paid it. Somebody, uh, Al Sharpton was about to get in some kind of trouble and he got a GoFundMe together or was it just a legal defense fund and got it paid off. But he didn't pay it. And Tawana Brawley? She still maintains her innocence. Yeah. She did oh, not yeah. make it up. She's, she's a great person. Um, her family bought a really nice house in Virginia Beach. Yep. yep. And I don't did know if they tell you that? still live in large or not. Did Tawana tell you that? They came out pretty sweet. Uh, Amber Heard's quitting Hollywood. She yeah. moved to Madrid with her, her daughter. On her own volition, too, right? Mm. Yes. She might come back for the right project. <laughs> If okay. everyone decides they don't absolutely hate her and she's uh, given a good project, then she might come back for it. Who's going to want to cast her right now? They're going to wait at least a little bit before she makes her glorious return, and I'm sure she'll win an Oscar in 10 years. I think, I think she's I, not a good actress, though. So. I believe it's kind of a no more acting for you, Heard. Yeah. She's bilingual. She likes being away from the noise. But I thought she made the noise, actually. Make Is it really her noise? <laughs> um. She yeah, I really thought, really thought it was her noise. But anyway, yeah, she says it's not her fault, so I guess she'll be doing great. If no one else is around to get in fights with, she'll probably do well. Oh, you know what else? I wonder, I've thought about this when I was reading this story. Remember the $7 million that Johnny Depp had to give her, which she was going to give to all those charities? Yeah. And it turned out that she'd only given, what was it, a million or maybe a half Less a million to charity? Mm-hmm. I wonder if she still has the other $6 million or if she's given that away. Well, doesn't she owe Johnny money? Yeah, she owes him a bunch of money. But she said she didn't have any money left. So apparently she'd already spent all that money, or maybe she was planning, maybe that was an escrow because she was going to give it away, but she said that she had no money at all, so she couldn't pay him. Well, she's got money from somewhere. I mean, she had that giant house, and now she's in Spain. Yeah, and she's She's got... not doing that being She still owes $15 to Johnny. Yeah. When she was... uh, I just read this a while ago. I think I might have mentioned it before. When she was claiming after the court case that she had no money, mm-hmm. that she could possibly pay him, uh, somebody dug up that she had been renting a $20,000 a week yeah. house for the trial. <laughs> That's how she spent her last eighty grand, I guess. Jeez. Is there any more Jamie Foxx over the weekend, or are no. we just happy because he broke his silence, but even though he didn't break his silence? You're not allowed to know what's going on with him. Nothing. Not a, not a Why are we thing. not allowed to know? I want. To, I still can't pray. I don't know what to pray for. 
I mean, I could pray for them to correct his heart, and then that could correct his heart and make whatever's really wrong with him worse. <laughs> the only I thing I saw was that it's not life-threatening, it's okay, but you're not allowed to know it. He's probably in rehab for a stroke. Could he be in rehab, rehab? What do you mean? Oh, like for uh, drugs? Yeah. Well, people have speculated that. I, I don't know. Is, is he known as being a big uh, no. drug abuser? I no. I don't think so. I wouldn't think that so either. I just, the, the silence oh, it's, is it's so a, deafening. Would you describe that, it, that as a medical emergency? No. Well, unless he did too much coke or something. <laughs> that would be a medical <laughs> true, emergency. True. I don't know. It's just that, okay, here's why I'm. I, he's just, probably in really bad shape. Period. That's what I think. Yes, and that they don't want to say anything but yet until they know that he's going to be better. By not letting me know what I think I deserve to know, they're making me think it's worse than it is. It probably is worse than anybody thinks. Then why don't they just say it's that bad since everyone think it's that, thinks it's that bad anyway? I don't know. Or if it's, it's better than that, tell us and then, and then it'll be less than what we think. And then we'll be, oh my God, thank God, it's it's only uh, he's only paralyzed. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. When I was looking up Jamie Foxx over the weekend, just because I wondered if there was anything new, I stumbled on this story. This is like two weeks before this all started. There's a big story about him having this huge meltdown on the set. Yeah, the fire. He fired the executive producer, the assistant director, the unit director, and his driver. Yeah. Who they said, this is his driver he's had for, he loves this driver. What's going on? And they said that he was very unpopular on the set and that this is not a position that we're used to seeing Jamie Foxx in. And I thought, well, what does that mean? That seems weird. I mean, I remember when it happened, I thought it was weird. It's like, that doesn't seem like Jamie Foxx. Yeah, and the other information that's trickling out is that doctors want him to reduce uh, his load so he would have less stress. So apparently he's really stressed out, but once again, we don't know the full diagnosis. We knew he has hypertension too, right? Wasn't that revealed a while ago? So, I mean, all signs are pointing to stroke if they're still doing tests on him. He too. got it from the shot! That's what uh, a lot of conspiracy theories are. Well, they say it about yeah, anyone everything. who gets sick. Yeah. Oh, prove them wrong. <laughs> that's right. Well, DeMar Hamlin, obviously, he had yeah, was vaccine that caused him. That wasn't even him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and what the fuck? Usher gets in a fight with Chris Brown. Yeah. See what the fight was about, by the way. Yeah, because Chris Brown was hitting on some chick relentlessly. She wouldn't talk to him. And he wouldn't stop. He wouldn't leave her alone. Did you also know that this was at his... 38th birthday party, 34th birthday party. Which yes. is that a roller rink? And it's like, is this a 14-year-old because he's mad a girl won't talk to him and he's at a fucking birthday party? Well, it sounded like he was being very forward and rude to her and, and she rink. just said, I'm not going to talk birthday. to you. It's his birthday. What do you want him to do? It's his birthday. So she just has to put out? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's his birthday. Why does Usher get involved? Because uh, he felt, no, Usher thought he was bothering the girl. Oh. He was defending the girl. And he wanted to give her herpes, not Chris? <laughs> no, I think he wanted Chris Brown to leave her alone. Oh. Oh, that's right. He has herpes. Well, or wait, does the, he have that herpes? That was the allegation he gave that f- <laughs> chick that he said, oh, believe yeah, me, you would not slob. be my first herpes. Yeah, that was weird because, okay, the way that story went. Believe he, me, she would, would not be, be my, my first, first choice, choice that I can tell that was a girl who was a fan, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah, the and days she in. had like slipped him a note or something. I'm at the Days Inn. And next thing you know, Usher shows up at the Days, at the days Inn. And people in. are like, yeah. what is Usher doing at the fucking Days Inn? Is he Inn? lost? Somebody help this man. He's lost. And then it turned out that he went to meet this fan who he nailed, yeah. who then five years later came out and said, Usher gave me herpes. And, and it seems that he really did go meet her at the Days Inn. <laughs> and gave her herpes. And it was like, 
the chick had gained like a hundred pounds since she got nailed by Usher, and so it looked like he nailed this huge chick. <laughs> and then, That's why he was really fighting it. So right. anyway, somehow didn't we find an old picture and find out that oh no, she wasn't always huge yeah. at all. Yeah. Uh huh. But I think he was really embarrassed by the fact. I think he asked her actually to lose some weight before they went to court. <laughs> I think he suggested it. Listen. Her. There might actually be a settlement if you would just lose a lot of weight before this goes to court. That's, that's why you got to um, got to have him sign an NDA there, Usher. Show up to the hotel and have him sign an NDA. Oh, boy. Hey, Joe's Produce is back with us. Mother's Day is coming up. It's time to show Mom how much you appreciate her. Joe from Joe's Produce Gourmet Market in Livonia. Gourmet food. Oh, foodies. How about this? They got everything you need for a special meal for mom, from fresh quality meats, seafood, the finest produce. Joe's has it all. They pride themselves on offering the best ingredients so you can create a delicious and memorable meal for your mom on her special day. Why settle for anything less? Shop at Joe's Produce Gourmet Market on Seven Mile Road, just east of Farmington Road in Livonia, and give your mom the best Mother's Day meal she deserves. That doesn't mean you can't get great food there for yourself. Or for dad, right? Or for you and the kids, or whoever. But Mother's Day is in one week. Yes. Do so not forget. This would not be a bad idea to uh, hit up Joe's Produce Gourmet Market. The fr- I get hungry every time I read their commercials. The freshest produce and the highest quality meats in town. Show mom how much you care with the best ingredients from Joe's. Happy Mother's Day from all of the fine folks at Joe's Produce. And uh, reminds me. Who brought all the bread stuff? Who brought all that great food that was left upstairs? You took some, didn't you take some bread home, Mark? Yes. Who was, was that from? Fucking great. Um, that was awesome. Everything they brought was really, really good. It's, uh, well, God damn it. Trudy knows who it is. It's I think. up in Holly. Is it crust? Does that sound right? It sounds close, if not right. Crust Bakery in Fenton? Fenton. That's, That's it. Right. That's yep. definitely it. Oh, oh my, my God. God. Everything they made. It was outstanding. Boner time. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, the other stuff that ended up in the green room, who... That's the elements. Who, how is it possible that the butter cake has not been consumed by Trudy? That's the one thing that's left over is the butter cake. And trust me, I saw her arguing with herself. She was in the green room talking to herself about, I don't know, it's all butter. It's all butter. I it does know. look really fucking good. It has not been opened up at all either. It's so still I fresh. Think, yeah, no, it is still it's fresh. It's still fresh. Yeah. I think I might have it after the show. The Go other ones it. were already open, so there were a couple of donuts that remained, and Mark oh, consumed one, one today. I don't care. <laughs> I think if someone opened up the butter cake, I think she would eat some. And that all came from the 420 event when the dude who was re-gifted, uh, the, no, I'm sorry, he was the one who got Tom Masway to, to give us the blah, blah, blah CD. He signed it, and then Tom re-gifted it to Art at Woodward Sports, and it caused a whole ruckus. Then, oh, yeah. Yeah, and then he came and gave us some, he gave us Edelman's then, he gave us Edelman's now. Um, I wanted to mention, too, I'm excited about this. On Saturday, let's see, was it Saturday? Actually, it was before that. Someone, whoopsie, I don't need to call Sam Spot here. <laughs> Someone, um, when I mentioned. Whose when we, phone is when, that, goddammit? Carl talked about Ace Freely and all that stuff on the on the Eddie Trunk show. Um, someone referenced because I referenced the Kiss and Tell book, and someone tweeted at Gordon Gebert, the author, oh, yeah. Yeah. and he actually contacted me. Oh, he did. Yes, mm-hmm. oh, cool. and and I said, "Can you please send me a copy of the book?" And he said, "It's been updated. I'm going to send it to you right away." Oh, cool. And uh, I said, "Can we talk about it?" Yes. So anyway, I said, I said, I think if you listen to the show, you would get quite a chuckle out of it because Carl had all those great cuts of Ace talking to Eddie Trunk, and they were ridiculous. 
ridiculous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I went to bed. And then uh, when I got up in the morning, I'm like, look at all these text messages. And it was Gordon had been listening to the show after we stopped texting. And oh, it was yeah. At like 1 30 in the morning, he's sending texts about how funny, laughing, how funny these cuts were. That's great. <laughs> but Kiss and Tell is such a funny book. Yeah. Oh, my God, is it funny. Ace is such a character, and he was such a mess at that time, and Gordon was there to keep track of all of it. <laughs> and Kiss and Tell was a fabulous book. Yeah, yeah new special edition right here. Yes. Came out in 2010. And um, When was the year that you read it? I want to say it was like 2000, okay. I think. By the way, 2000. Gordon G.G. Gebert. Yeah. And Gordon now has a pickleball league with, I think, it's, I think it's a celebrity pickleball league. Let oh, me explain really? to you why 2000 is probably relevant when he released that book. Uh, there was a boner liner, again, that sent along, <laughs> uh, I guess, a story about when he saw a story somewhere and somebody was wearing a Kiss Farewell Tour 2000. And then I looked it up, and sure enough, in the year 2000, that's when Kiss had their farewell tour. and Which Ace was on. And they, or was they Ace unre- on that tour? I don't think he was. Okay. Because Ace tour. was back in 96, wasn't he? And here we are 23 years later, and they're still doing a final tour. It's you I, I honestly bastards. could not believe that Ace with a straight face said, well, we could start like two hundred fifty thousand a night or something like that. But so, money doesn't matter. No, matter to them. They don't want you. If you paid them two hundred fifty thousand dollars, I don't think they'd want you either. Yeah. And the reason is because I, I agree with Carl. It's because of Unplugged. Because as soon as they brought them out for five songs on Unplugged, and by the way, Ace was great. I loved his version of Two Thousand Man. Peter sounded great too. But everyone said, "Oh my God, all four of them together! Wouldn't it be great if they were always together?" And it starts up, and it drives Ace or it drives uh, Paul and Gene fucking crazy. <laughs> it drives them out of their minds. And actually, the more you listen to Ace talking to Eddie Trunk, you realize uh, Gene and Paul must have just been almost at their wits' end, if not beyond their wits' end with Ace. <laughs> he sounds so impossible. Yeah, I don't think he's terribly reliable either. Well, it's only nine months now. When it gets closer now, yeah, then they're going to yeah. start thinking, oh, my, how can we not have Ace at the final shows? Jeez. Productions love waiting to the last second <laughs> to add something. He sounds ridiculous. Idiot. He also sounded, I thought he sounded like an old 72. Yeah, <laughs> and, he, and he very sounded out, like Barbara. And very out of touch. <laughs> I mean, he hasn't been in Kiss really since... 1980, right? That's what a life of drugs and alcohol do to you. That's true. I mean, hasn't he been essentially out of Kiss since 1980? Mm-hmm. Pretty much, yeah. Officially. I mean, with, yeah. with a couple exceptions, but I mean, they've been selling shows without him forever. Yeah. Oh, Ace. I mean, sometimes I feel sorry for him, like, oh, geez, he yeah. just wants to play a couple shows. Everybody loves him, too. Every uh, Kiss fan loves they Ace. They do. I know. Uh, 250 grand a show. Uh, we could start there. Uh, oh, my God. Are you yeah. kidding, Ace? Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, Hall Financial wants to remind you the spring buying season is here. Home inventory is on the rise. Rates have leveled off. If you think it might be time to buy, the first call you make is to Hall Financial. That's all we ask. Call them first. Give them first shot. They got a ton of great programs right now. They're very creative too, and I've heard multiple explanations when people have thought, "Oh, I, there's no way out of this for me." When really, one as one guy said, "I had serious problems with finances on Friday, and two Fridays later, I didn't." Thanks to All Financial, they can do some creative things that you might not have thought of. And also, they're offering help with down payment assistance, which is an issue with many people. This week or last week, 
They, actually, it was two weeks ago. They announced a 1% down program with up to 4000 in forgivable down payment assistance for qualified buyers. I've never heard of more than 2500 so that's really a pretty outstanding offer. And if you're thinking about spring summer renovations or a second home up north or doing something with the equity in your home, maybe it's high interest credit card debt, which is just getting higher. Go to the Hall Financial website, click the link to get started for Hall's above and beyond five-star service just for Drew Mike listeners. Or call 866-CALL-HALL and make sure to tell them we sent you. So there. So there. And Kennedy Broadwell, our former intern, our intern tree, a branch off our intern tree will be in tomorrow. Oh, all right. How about that? Kennedy's in town. She must be on vacation from her big uh, TV gig up north. She might be going to the Blink-182 show, so she's going to be fresh from the hairdresser. I think she'll be (laughs) probably in fine form when she comes in. And um, we'll see you tomorrow. See you. Can. (laughs) I can.